Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode 26 of The Sith List. I'm your host, Rush Dolachahi. Wait, did I just say Rush? <laughs> I did say Rush. The reason I said Rush, we'll get into we'll get that to later. That. We'll, we'll get, get, get to, to that, that later. That. But I'm actually your host, Raj Dolachahi, and my co-host that's across from me with those stomping toes is Carlos. <laughs> Buarguel. And we have a reoccurring special guest host. Mm-hmm. He is the man of comic... And he's just a man. I'm a human being. Yeah, he is a human being existing on this planet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, that that sultry, beautiful sound is Les Gonzalez. Say hi, Les. I I said hi, Les, last time, but I'll just say hello. Yes. (laughs) So we are on the Sithless episode 26, guys. So we are. What are we, Boo? How many months? Six months. This is the half year mark. We are half a year old. In oh, dog yes. years, we'd be three and a half. Yes. I feel privileged to be on for this. Y- one. Yeah, this is. A this is well, that's why I brought stuff. you on here. Well, well, last time was a little bit of pressure because the Carrie Fisher thing. It oh, was yeah. just one of those things where I was like, "Oh my God, this is." I have to step into some shoes here. Yeah. Oh yeah. And to step up. And mm-hmm. well, let me tell once you again. A milestone episode is. Woof. Well, well, let me tell you, you have a, a big shoes to fill because we had Haas Burkhart, the Last, man, the yeah. myth, the legend, the Star Wars beard of knowledge, or just <laughs> the beard of knowledge. Yes. I know Johnny Grasso gave me shit for that. But Johnny, he was on here dropping some geekdom. So I didn't want to just, you know, put him in a box. No. You can't put Haas in a box. No. Nope. You can't put him in the corner either. You can't put Baby in the corner either. That, that, see, now guys, I'm intimidated. I just went silent for a few seconds well, so if you guys didn't hear. It's going to be one of those episodes, guys, and let me tell you why. Um, let's take care of our shenanigans here, mm-hmm. which is uh, you can catch us on an email, which is thesithlist at gmail.com. You can find us on Instagram under the Sith List. Yes, it's original. You can find us on Facebook <laughs> under the Sith List. We have a page. Mm. You can find us on Twitter at the Sith List and Boo, what you got going on over there? At the Sith List, Boo. And our reoccurring guest host here has a Twitter now. What's your shenanigan over there? And my handle is at Less Is More. And that's sure. capital L to start it off. Case sensitive, just say that. It's uh, not. It's not case sensitive. It really isn't. But no. I just wanted to you put that special. in there. You're case sensitive. Right just now. wanted to ruin <laughs> this milestone episode for everybody. Yeah. <laughs> so that's where you can find all of us, and we do have a hotline. And it's 707-65-GEEK1. That's 707-654-3351. And I know you guys have been using it because we got a lot of calls today. Mm-hmm. Well, not just today, but we got a lot of calls to play for you today. 
And yeah, that's about it. A shout out to Andrew Medina, who's been working really nicely, nicely hard. God, this episode is going to suck. It's going to be hilarious. hilarious but nicely hard. I'm feeling Andrew's nicely hard Andrew's been putting right in work behind the scenes. Oh, it's Andrew, very much thank appreciated. You. When I said your name, I felt nicely hard. When I'm on the gram and I'm looking through my feed, I see a lot of cool Sith list stuff. Yeah. So, it's, so thank it's you, Andrew good. Medina. Nicely I appreciate hard. it. So that is the business, the shenanigans, and all that good stuff. Thank you for, for tuning in. Thank you for your support. All our old listeners, new listeners. Everybody that's just been so amazing, the winners out there, thank you, thank you, thank you. We mm-hmm. really, really appreciate it. Yes. And we are really excited to see where we'll go with the show in the next six months. Yep. So, again, thank you. Now, this is a big day today. It's Super Bowl Sunday. Yeah. And we might have just witnessed one of the greatest Super Bowls in history. Ever. We witnessed a good Super Bowl. Yes. That is being uh, said by a Pittsburgh Steeler yeah. fan. Yes, a, a big shout out and congratulations to Richie from Boston, who is probably just jumping for joy. Oh yeah, your patty's won for you. Yeah. Oh man. Well, was that it? Was that an Irish patty accent? Your patty's won. What was that? I thought I you had watched him at the bar. At the bar. <laughs> well, that's not bad. I'm not even gonna do it. I'm not, Richie. Richie I'm not gonna disrespect your best win I can tonight. Do in a short and notice. I won't do it. <laughs> but you know what? I will do. I will play a voice call that Richie played. From Boston, I'll do it right now because we're talking about this game. So let's do it. Hey, Raj, Carlos, and Les, Tom Brady just did it again. That's five. That's one more than Bradshaw. All right. So that was for Mr. Les Gonzalez. There, I think that was funny. That was a that was a poke. That was at the bear. That was a poke at the bear for sure. Enjoy this. Enjoy. Enjoy. Cheat. Enjoy. Do everything you can. (laughs) Right. Win at all costs, buddy. Whatever. Whatever it takes. You gotta win at all costs. Mm -hmm. It was a a fantastic game. Patriots came back. Should have just ran the damn ball, man. Yeah, Atlanta Atlanta should have just ran ran the the damn ball. You have you have two arguably was arguably two of the better uh, running backs in the NFL right now. And then you don't use them. You don't oh waste God. a spectacular catch. Oh, yeah. We are digressing, though. Yeah, yeah we are definitely digressing. But a great Welcome game. to our sports podcast, no? Yes. <clears throat> Welcome to ESPN. We'll have too much ESPN to talk about now that football's over, but... Yeah. <laughs> well, let's get into some schmeels. Let's get into some geek stuff. Yes. Sorry, all you geeks out there. We digressed again with sports. Mm-hmm. Happens <sighs> to the best of us. It does. Yep. It does. So, this week's box office was really weak, probably because the Super Bowl was on Sunday, obviously. Yep. But Split conquered again, and it was number one for the third straight week, bringing in $14.6 million, $140 million worldwide. And the wow. amazing thing, it only cost $9 million to make. Oh, man. What a profit to yeah, That a, is a big that profit That is a return. Right that is a definitely return of investment right there. So M. Night is the talk of the town once again. His movie didn't suck, A Big Donkey Dick. <laughs> so they are already... He's already, I'm sorry, in the process of writing the third Unbreakable, as he's calling it, but it's really the sequel to Split. Three Unbreakables. Well, no, he's he's saying that this is Split, it a third part. Split wasn't a sequel of Unbreakable, but it was kind of like Unbreakable Two, oh, showing you this so. part of this villain. Okay. So, but okay. I don't know what he's going to call, but he's already wrote uh, twelve pages of it. Is already so. Done. So would it be wow. looked at as like um. Some some novels you read, uh, there's like, there's the main story, and then there's like these other chapters where you flip, it flips over, and it says it describes certain things, and then all of a sudden those things come together. Oh, so you got okay. Unbreakable, then you got Split, which was like a separate incident, which 
posits some things. Are we spoiling anything for people out there? No, uh, no, well, too spoiler late. alert. No, no, no. Spo- we, we didn't ruin anything. Oh, because we said Unbreakable? I think by now people know that. Okay, it's so, it, so this don't, could be. Don't kill the ending of it. This could right? be a side chapter, and then the next movie would be bringing all of it together. It's yes. exactly yes. what it is. So That's there you go. Exactly. Okay. This is Split the Unbreakable, a Unbreakable story. Kind of like, you know, Star Wars Rogue ah, One. Split okay. from Unbreakable? A split from Unbreakable. Mm. I tried, guys. I tried. Yeah, no, it's go. okay. It's that okay. was it. That was, good that was me trying to crush right there. So that was number one. Uh, rings was number two with 13 mil. Oof. Yeah, Rings with an S. It's plural. Are, are you going to go see that? No. Yeah, Did fuck, you see The Ring, at least? The shit. first the one? The Ring, well, yeah. And I saw the Japanese version of Ringo. or Ringo. 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 Yeah. Okay. Ragu. Ragu. Ragu is very tasty if you yeah, doctor it, it up. It is. I'm going to have some ragu today. You guys did on some meatballs. Uh, that's right. <laughs> um, and then A Dog's Purpose was third with $10.8 million. Very weak box office. Yep. Very, very weak box office. But for Split to get 14.6 on his third week, it's pretty good. Not bad at all. Not bad at all. So, M. Knight, welcome back to. Uh, yeah, welcome back, M. Don't Knight. fuck it he, up. Yeah, yeah, he had a really good rise and then. Yes. Few things happen, but we've talked about that before. Yep. Yes, we sure have. But so, yeah, go check it out. Go check Split out if you haven't seen it. It is definitely worth watching. Oh, yeah, you got to see it. So, we got some random schmeals to talk about. Let's talk a little bit about. We, we talked about video games before. Um, and we're not talking about video games per se right now. But we're talking about video game movies. Mm. Now, one game that I used to play uh, was Tom Clancy's Splinter Cell. Oh, wow. Okay. Yes. And you guys played that game? Yes. Uh, I played the version that's, I mean, not a version, but uh, there's a couple other ones called, uh, what is there, Metal Gear? Metal Gear Solid. Oh, Metal Gear Solid. Okay. And then if you've played Assassin's Creed, it's almost the same basis of like stealth movement. Same company. Same company. Ooh. A question for you. The game that I played was based in Las Vegas. One of the coolest games. That was a Tom Clancy game. But that's Rainbow Six. Ah, okay, yeah, that's different. And yeah. that's based on a novel, which yeah. is. And I think Splinter Cell is based on a novel it too. Is, it is. It is. Or or they made the a novel Sam out of Fisher, it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but Rainbow Six was a, is a novel beforehand, and then the games came after that. Okay. So no, yeah. yeah, Tom Clancy's Rainbow. There's a Vegas. There's Vegas. Then the newest one is Rainbow Six Siege. Yes, that's right. And yeah. you could be Vegas on either side of, of that. Yeah. You could be the you the can bad be guys the extractors or the, or the good guys or the bad guys barricade themselves in. You got to find a way to break in. And no, you know. no, yeah. Well, here's the, what I was I was gonna mention. How cool that game was because back when the technology wasn't as great as it is now. On your earphone and your Turtle Beach that's or right. whatever, yes. you used to say key words yes. for your for your like group. And yeah. they would go oh, in your battalion, yeah, right. and you'd yeah. say you'd say like yeah, a your word. squad. You could have them do certain things. Yeah, it was yeah. so yes. fucking cool, so you man. Could po- you could have someone actually be. You can position a sniper. You can send right. two guys through the front door, and then have mm-hmm. someone. Yeah, come you can in. tell them to put a scope underneath yes. the door and and, and check out what's going and all on. That stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. it was yeah. it was amazing. It was amazing. So, but we digress again. But Splinter <laughs> Cell, Splinter Cell, it, there's a movie going to be coming out, Boy. or it's been shelved for a while, but they already have somebody that's a big part of it. So Tom Hardy is attached to the huh. yeah to wow. Star, but even his power, that's a big name that is. Oh no, it's a huge name. But even him, he hasn't been able to expedite the process to get this thing off the shelf. So Collider had an article the other day, and they talked to the producers Basilic Ewanewick. That's John Wick's uh, producer, Ooh. and he oh, okay. also produced The Town and Sicario. So this oh, wow. guy, yeah, this three movies, love all three of them, love huh. all three of them. 
He revealed that he still is producing Sprinter Cell, the actual movie, that they are pretty close to getting the cameras rolling, but they're still not done with fully with the script. And oh. But it is Tom Hardy, and he has the approval of the script. So Hardy's that big of a player in this thing. So he green lights it no matter what. If, if he likes the script, and he'll say, let's go ahead and do this thing. Yes. Oh, that's not, pretty cool. Exactly. And the, the producer had a quote. He said, we've got a script. It's a little long, but it's the best script we've had. Now that I'm I'm back from Mexico City. Well, thanks, everybody, for telling us where you went to vacation. Yeah, really. We're going fi- to figure out how to cut some pages and give it to Tom Hardy. This draft's kind of addressed some of the notes that Tom Hardy had is what he said. We're going to give it to Tom Hardy in the next couple of weeks and hopefully try to get it done this year. Oh, wow. Yeah, pretty cool. I, so it Sounds cool. It might be pretty cool. I don't know. I think those that game might be hard to put on screen. Some of those, some of these things, it's almost like you can't really make a really good Punisher movie mm-hmm. because if you... Yeah, well, hopefully the show's good. The show will, yeah. should be good. It's a good for an hour-long drama. Yeah. It's good to be an hour, a Netflix show, but to make a Punisher movie is... I mean, we've seen all of them. We've seen Commando. Right. We've seen, you know, that's basically it. You know, he just gets machine guns and goes around blowing people and shooting people up. Yeah. We've seen Jason Bourne. That's I've seen all the Jason Splinter Bourne. Cell in a, in a sense. Yeah. That, it is. You it know really what I mean? is. That's so. And, and let me tell you, all these movies that we're seeing now are pretty much those things. The John Wicks, uh-huh. the Tom Cruise one. Uh, what was the Tom Cruise one? Oh, Jack, Jack Reacher. Reacher. Yes. First one was great. Second one sucked the big donkey dick. <laughs> uh, but those movies, everybody has to kick everybody's ass now and drive right. cool cars yes. and be assassins or be an assassin network. Damn right. Which is cool. Oh, yeah, no, no. no you have to be the ultimate untouchable, uh, like a ghost, pretty much. You got to uh, be able yes. to come in, fuck shit up, right. and, and then get the hell out of there and exactly. just leave no trace. Yeah. And that's pretty much, that's Metal Gear, that's Assassin's Creed. It's all there. But when you have a star like Tom Hardy, it should work. Mm-hmm. It should right. work at least for the first week that they have released it. Well, yeah. the, the producer went on and said that Splinter Cell really is a first-person shooter game. And so the challenge of making Splinter Cell interesting was we didn't have this IP with a very specific backstory. That allowed us to make our own world and really fill out characters and get that all together. I don't think one applies to another because I don't think our movies will feel like a movie that came out of a video game. Wow, we've heard that one before. Yeah. Famous last words. And then yeah, said, exactly. Famous last words. I think it'll feel like a badass Tom Hardy action movie is what he wanted. Well, let's hope so. Well, then don't name it Splinter Cell. <laughs> right. Name I mean, it something I mean, they're else. just going to name it Splinter Cell and yeah. change the whole fucking thing. Why don't you take his character from Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy and make oh, that a movie, man. a movie. Make oh. him... Tom Hardy's the shit, dude. Yeah, yes. Is. You I... see what just happened here, and you see how much we can appreciate what Tom Hardy well, no, can man. do. You want to appreciate Tom Hardy? You watch Taboo. Wow. I watched two episodes of no, Taboo. I have not I started that yet. Oh, let me tell you. It's dark, and it's different and weird, and it has great director, the guy, the alien. Ridley Scott? Tony. Rid- Ridley. Tony's dead. Yes. Ridley Scott. Ridley Scott is behind it. Tom Hardy is the executive producer with him. Mm, and wow. it is dark and I'm not going to say Grady Haas. It is, just, <laughs> it is dark. Pulled back on that And word. it's really yeah. good. It's really, really good. Oh, okay. Yeah. Speaking Bob. of Haas, uh, I noticed your southern accent. My mother's from Mississippi. I have to ask. Shout out. How do you love your grits? Please tell me you like grits. You're a southerner. You know, by the way, speaking of Haas, we, didn't, we talked about him earlier, but we didn't thank him. Haas, thank you so much That's for being right, on the yeah. show last week. Actually, going to be on Rogue One, a podcast for winners right, Tuesday, huh? on Tuesday. Wow. Yeah, and I think then me and Boo might be. That's a major be, step up, Raj. 
Dude, I'm, I'm being called to the big leagues, that and I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm going to retire this microphone. No. And I'm going to I'm going to ship it to my mom so she put it on the shelf. You're going to bronze the microphone. Bronze it. I am exactly, going to bronze it. Yeah. I'm going to bronze the mic. So Tuesday's a big day. And then we're going to hopefully me and Boo are going to be on later on in a couple months too. But no, right. again, thank you Haas. We really really appreciate yes, it. Yes. Thanks to all thank the rogue you. winners out there for calling in, leaving messages and being so freaking awesome and plugging the show and just the community is amazing and less now is into the commu- in the community which yes. is even better. So, yeah, this is fantastic. So, thank you again, Haas. Appreciate it. Again and mm-hmm. again. And cha-ching, Haas. All the winners know what I'm talking about. Let's talk a little. Uh, so, that was a Splinter Cell. So, we'll go from Splinter Cell into some real cool shit. Mm. Now, we saw pretty cool commercials, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Yes, we did. Yeah. So, one commercial that surprised the shit out of me that I had no idea about was... Stranger Things. Yes, that came out of nowhere. That came out of nowhere. And you know what I loved about it? It's, it says Stranger Things 2. Mm-hmm. Like yes. it's an actual movie movie. Yes. But it's not. It's a season 2 and it had nothing to do with the season 2. It just says 2. Yeah. Like it was a movie. I loved it. That was so No, cool. but did you see the other graphic? The Halloween. Oh, yeah. So it's a Halloween theme and it had this... I love the synthesizer music. I love the... The John Carpenter kind of feel, oh, uh, last absolutely. Halloween, but oh, it's, the, from season one, the whole synthesizer feel. Yeah, it was amazing. Exactly that. That's so, exactly what yes, they were going and, for. And they had the costumes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the costumes were really funny. Ghostbuster costumes yeah. were amazing. And he had his teeth. Did you see? What's his name? You know, Did he? Yeah, he, yeah, he, he smiled. Shit. It looked like he had his teeth. But yeah, yeah it looked like that era of of uh, movies. Oh yeah, is yeah, definitely going to be touched. In, oh yeah, they said yeah. they. That era was touched, obviously, in the first season. And then the second season, they said it's going to be very, very creepy. And they're going to go more towards the Stephen King aspect. Ooh. Like you said, John Carpenter, I read somewhere a while back that that's what they're going to go for for this season. So it's great that they've already have some stuff filmed. That yeah. looked, shit looked amazing. Yep. So yes, very cool. So that was one. Second one that we saw was Logan again. Yes. Yeah. So that looked really cool. What was your guys' first uh, initial... Reaction to those. Go ahead, Boo. Well, mine. My first initial reaction was, I don't. I don't think we saw too much more than what we saw in the uh, the other trailer that came out a, a couple weeks ago. But it just, it just, uh, what is it? Adds to how real this one is going to feel because it's just him, and you see. And, and actually, in, in in the trailer, he says. You're not, you're not, you're not any better now. You're not a uh, above a man, but you're not the unkillable mutant anymore. You're, uh, he's like, yeah, I'm the old man. So I thought that was really cool. So I think we're really going to see what the years have been put on him, which I think was a pretty cool thing to see because you know you see him as you know he's Wolverine. He's just a mega badass. Now you start to see that he's an old man. He's not as not as sharp and he's not as keen as he used to be. And I think that should be really cool. Yeah. So that's that's what I took from that one. To me, like we've said many many times on the show, it just looks like this is going to be the winner for this whole yeah, genre exactly. of X-Men, right? I mean, it's rated R. Yep. It's going to be... R is going to be extremely violent. Not that that makes a, a movie Well, better. that comes with the territory with Wolverine well, yeah, in yeah. general. So Yeah, yeah. and then, the story, I believe, is going to be just... Well, what I'm liking awesome bonkers, is yeah. the fact that... Well, what I'm liking is this. Each time the trailers do come out, the music is... Mm-hmm. It's always you want to talk about notch. marketing and yeah. Johnny Cash, wasn't getting it? people... Yep. Well, then the amazing this version of Amazing Grace that was in this. Trailer. Oh, this new one, yes. It's just the, the music is is per- working perfectly. It's just you want to go see this. You want to mm-hmm. see what's going on. You, the anticipation is is definitely built up, 
And it's only a few weeks away now, right? Yeah, next yeah, month. It is. Early, early March. March. It is yeah, really March, coming March, up. And I can't wait to see what... March 3rd, actually. I can't wait to see what we're going to get. I know if they do make it a real, like you said, Carlos, it's realistic. One of the things I did like about Nolan's uh, Batman mm-hmm. is that it was realistic. His bat- version of Batman, gadgets and all that. And then you can do that with Wolverine. You can yeah. do this like super soldier kind of a clandestine kind of thing. And I do like the fact that even though there's going to be some cyborgs, Donald Pierce, there's going to be professor X with his mutant powers and it's about mutants. Mm -hmm. It still looks realistic. It's it's black ops and private soldiers and and mercenaries and all that kind of stuff. So Mm -hmm. to see these kind of things, you know, it's something you could say, okay, I can buy that. Yeah. And I really want to see how they pull it off. They're not flying away in the Blackbird. Not going, yeah. You're not going to get stealth and invisible jets and all that stuff. And that's fine. Let's just keep it down to earth. Mm -hmm. Let's just keep it as basic as it is because Wolverine ultimately is just a basic, normal. If you really think about it, he's just an everyman. He does have his healing factors and all those things, but ultimately... That's it. He's just a normal dude who will fist fight you if he has to. Yep. And that's it. You know you know what I think it's gonna help this movie is they don't give a shit about what other movies came out and they're Not doing their own at thing. All. Mm-hmm. On this one and they're starting from scratch and they're just saying, Guys, we're gonna put a good movie out and we're just gonna trust that the audience letting it fly, you are yeah, correct. We're gonna we're gonna 100%. trust trust that the audience is gonna just roll with us. And just enjoy it. And just enjoy it. That's right. Now, this is a segue into some news from Wolverine and Ooh. Logan. And now, everybody's been talking about how a Deadpool Wolverine would be the ultimate storyline and how yes. great it would be. Two of the most popular, right now, arguably right now, most popular mutants out there together. Definitely. Mm. Yeah, definitely. Especially right now. And, and, after the movie and everything. Oh, yeah. And yeah. in the pages of derivatives. Yeah. Like, there is, you can't have one without the other. Yes. Mm-hmm. In, ultimately. Right. So. so, there was an interview that Playlist did. Playlist had the writers of Deadpool, uh, the duo, Rhett Reese and Paul Wernick. They were noticeably optimistic when it came to the prospect of a team-up film. While Wernick said it would be a case of convincing Jackman to accept the offer, Reese provided a pragmatic approach to a collaboration in an X-verse, explaining that it would require some serious rejigging of the overall architecture of the nature, especially with Deadpool 2 already in works and a Deadpool 3 already works so that what they're worried about I, I went on and read some more of it they're, they're worried about how Deadpool is kind of like that jokey dark and gritty <laughs> you only get five as, more times to say gritty or well, well <laughs> I was, that was a joke but uh, just a different tone as this Logan film so reading that I got even more excited about the Logan film like this is going to be some serious shit, but yeah. so but they are definitely thinking the writers want to do it, and they're optimistic. They're like glass half full on this thing. Mm-hmm. Well, they can pull it off. I mean, there's no question. You can just, I mean, if they really wanted to, they could just say, "Screw it, we're shooting. Let's get Jackman to do this again. Let's just shoot this film and get it over with, and just give us what we want. Yeah, give the fans what they need. But yeah, yeah if they want to take their time and, and go through this, obviously that's the right thing to do. Well, he, here's why they're very optimistic. Jackman said he's not doing it anymore. Yep. Right. But the two, Ryan Reynolds and Jackman, are really, really close. And they're good friends. And they've been talking for about two or three years about working on a movie together. They they both think that Ryan Reynolds, after people watch Logan and they see how great it is. You know, knock on wood, by the way. I'm going to knock on wood right now. Hopefully it is great. 
you know, hope. Yeah, it looks hope. great. We've it been does. we've been burned before. Yeah. Hopefully, if it is great and the response is so positive, yeah. yeah, towards Jackman because Ray Reynolds thinks he's going to win a. He's seen it. He's he going to win an Oscar an, an on award. This. Wow, an Oscar! Yes, or a Golden Globe or whatnot, just like you know Ryan Reynolds did. But well, yeah. if he pull, if if there's an, an any type of real acting award for this is is a big deal for comics in general too. Yeah, so. yeah, it, it would give him more even even more of a legitimate stand in Hollywood. Yeah, yeah. and it's, it's becoming that. So that is good news. I That's, mean, good news, and it's not not big news. Like, let's cross our fingers and hope, because I know everybody in the world would love to see it. Yes. If it's done well and written well with those two guys, I don't think you can go wrong. Those guys are unbelievable. I think, yeah. And for like you said, the word said uh, rejigging. Yeah, rejigging. So that means they, I mean, they could pull off. I, I think I mentioned this the last time I was on. There is an X Force, a version of X Force where they're on the same team. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, and yeah. Wolverine yeah. is the it's leader. Amazing. It's a strike team. It's a black ops team, like we just mentioned. Like I just mentioned. Yeah. Which is something they could realistically put in there. Uh, that is Wade Wilson's background. He's a mercenary. Mm-hmm. They could pick from the X universe the one the the players that are on that team. They could do that and just go go ahead and, and put a movie out there. But if they want to do, they could even do a buddy cop kind of thing where yeah. Wolverine is just the sage, shut up, Wade, you know, yeah. all the time, just shut up, Wade. Well, and, and that's and, what that's what they are in the comics. <laughs> yes. That's what they are in the and, comics. And Deadpool is just, but Deadpool's like that. He's always irking people's nerves. Oh, yes. Just working last nerves and just making, driving everyone insane. But if there's anyone who can stomach him enough to get the job done, it's Wolverine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And by the way, the, speaking of Deadpool, Cable... There's rumors Mr. Reynolds, Ryan Reynolds, put out a tweet hanging out with Pierce Bronson. And wow. they're saying that huh. he can, most likely, he can pull off a cable be only because he's been getting jacked. The, the rumor is he's been getting big. Yeah, that's strong, the thing about and, cable. And he's, he's on a massive, huge. drawn. No, he's huge. Massively drawn character. And I know everybody on social media and in all, over, in, all over the internet wants that guy that played in Avatar to do it. Is he, Who's, who is he? That, that's the thing. Like you just said, that guy that played in Avatar. Yeah. We know who Pierce Brosnan is. We know that he's James Bond. He's Remington Steel. You can pull Remington Steel. For those of us who Holy are shit. older than 30 Did you just say Remington Steel? I said Remington Steel. Steel. Yes, I did. Boo. No idea. Exactly. Now, Remington is Steel. Is a TV show? Yes, Remington Steel is oh, where okay. Pierce Bronson got his start. He was on a show. He was like a detective, uh, writer, spy, or something. He with this. was all of it. He yes. was all of it. He was very uh, debonair, as we call it. In the, so in that's, the uh, that got him the James Bond job. Yes, that gotcha. absolutely. It absolutely. He yes. went straight from that to he sure James did. Bond. He exactly. Sure ah, okay. He went straight from that to Goldeneye. So. There you go. By the way, what a great game. Very, very oh, Hall of Fame game. Now, if you want Goldeneye? to talk about team death matches oh, shit. in <laughs> well, that, multiplayer, hey, Golden Eye started, started it all. It started it all. And I will take everybody out oh, with an wow. RCP90 oh, for wow, sure. Oh, don't, don't, don't do it. Get the As N64 going. Say, <laughs> Get the N64 going. And yes, power weapons in the complex. No, no. What you know about that? In the complex. All right, we digress again. So, again, Cable, that would be cool. So let's just get this whole thing going. Let's get a Wolverine. Let's get Jackman, Bronson, and Reynolds in a fucking movie. Yep. And let's do this thing. That that would be an epic. That would be X-Force. That would just... That would be X-Force. The movie would have to just be called X-Force. That would yes. be great. Or you'd have to call it Deadpool 3 and have the... Electric Boogaloo. 
and then sure. put X Force at the back. Somewhere in there, people are going to be like, that's X Force. Yeah. So, yeah, you got it. Okay. Now, let's dive into some Marvel, per se. There's a couple <laughs> things coming out. Now, Marvel's got Legion is coming out on FX, mm-hmm. and we are pretty sick and tired of seeing the fucking commercials. Shit, I just want to see the so show. So let's just watch the fucking let's show. Let's just watch the show. Yes. You were all correct. The show's coming out this Wednesday. It yes, is it this is. Wednesday night. So, so let's watch it and enjoy it, and let's Set see Set your this. DVRs, people. Set your DVRs. I'm going to call that. Set your DVRs. We'll talk about it. It looks great. Commercials look great every time I see them, every five minutes on Shit. television. But hey. Whatever. The commercials are everywhere. Everywhere. It's on buses. It's on on this, billboards. It's on your social media. It's on Instagram. Everywhere. Yes. Well, here's another segue. Here's another segue. (sighs) Because of X-Men and the TV shows and the success of all of these godforsaken shows that we love, Hollywood Reporter had an article that a new show is being Uh developed by showrunner Matt Nix. For I don't know what channel. This is the thing. I'm that's, hoping that's FX. Okay? That's important, yeah. Because they got Brian Singer to direct a pilot. Oh, huh. okay. And it's going to be an X Men TV show, and it's going to go full bore, I guess. And it's going to be on television. That Fox, came out of nowhere. Fox gave the new X Men series a green light on Tuesday, issuing a formal pilot order for the as yet untitled action drama. As part of Nix's, that's the showrunner's, larger long-term deal to develop new series for the network. Huh. Yes. Yeah, so which network are we talking about? Yeah. It, well, it's, 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 it's Fox. It's 20th Century Fox. Oh, that has to be Okay. Yeah, to be so Fox, would yeah. it be FX then? It's, it's it got to be. be FX. FX would be the, the channel they can get away with stuff. With a lot more, yeah. And they can, yeah, pretty much have free reign. And mm-hmm. here's, here's the cool thing. The show will center on a family that discovers their children have very extraordinary mutant powers and must join an underground resistance to escape a hostile anti-mutant government. Sounds like every X-Men movie. It, but it, that means it would most likely take place in uh, Genosha, which is uh, okay. Genosha would be the setting because Genosha is an island nation that enslaves its mutants. That's what we call you, at Mr. X Men. <laughs> I love the X Men. Are you a mutant? Hawes, I know you like the X Men, but I love the X Men. I bleed that stuff. If so. you were a mutant and they came to take you away, Les, yeah. I would not fight for you. I would let you go. <laughs> you should let me go. I, w- I would let them take you. Yeah. We would turn you in. Just because I'll find a way out. Yeah, okay. Don't worry, I'll find a way out. Your powers would be like extraordinary jizz or something. My powers would be the ability to eat everything in sight. <laughs> <laughs> just eat. You just fucking chow all, down. all the pizza. You have the world's fastest all metabolism. The yeah. You just <laughs> eating shit. You just shit. Just and eat. eat and leave a trail of doo doo. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> all right, all the Sith heads. I want you to come up with a superhero name for, for less. mutant less. Good for all three of us then. X less, X lax, X lax, X lax, X lax. Wow! I am the blaster, the master blaster, the master X lax. That's right, I am the master blaster. Oh, that's your new name, X lax. I love it. I love it. I'll I'll stay as Raj Al Ghul. You'll be X lax. But I'll dump in your Lazarus pit, dude. Oh, that's disgusting. Wow. That was good. That, I'm trying, guys. I'm Touché. trying to step up. Trying, trying to step up. Oh, are we done yet? Are we still are we going? No, oh, we are going on. A lot more to talk about. All right. <laughs> so there's your the, the Marvel news. So and and we also saw a wonderful new preview for Guardians of the Galaxy yeah, two. Yeah, that looked cool. That, yeah, it's. Looks I gotta really see it cool. again because uh, everybody was talking. I tried to shut yeah, everybody it, up and people. When you're at a it. Super Bowl party, guys, uh, and there's yeah. fucking previews on. Shut the fuck, fuck up. up. Yeah. 
All right. Yeah, the game it's, is secondary, everyone. It's all about the yeah, commercials. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's shit. definitely about the movie trailers. Mm-hmm. Except for the people that were next to me that were talking, <laughs> that were around me, because that would be kind of rude if I just said that to them. But everybody else, shut the fuck everybody up. Everybody shut up. Everybody else in America, shut up. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> let's dive into some DC news. Ooh. The Batfleck craziness that happened over last yeah. week, and people went apeshit and crazy and nuts, and oh no. People lost down. their minds. Yeah. Fake news came out for sure. Fake news. Alternative news. Definitely came out. Alternative Alternative news news came out. out. Alternative facts, actually. My bad. That's right. So Variety broke a story on Monday that Ben Affleck will not be directing the standalone Batman Batflick film. Da, da, da. I don't even have to put a sound effect there. No, nope, well, not at all. Pretty damn good job there. there it is. So you could have went silent and that would have had pretty good effect too. It's true. Yeah, it's just a bunch of bodies dropping. Yeah, yeah just a... Thunk, 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 thunk. So, Variety's article originally stated that Ben Affleck has decided to step down as director of The Batman, that's what it's going to be called, and remain on as a producer and star of the project. He's also writing a majority of it, mm-hmm. I believe. Affleck is still on board to play the superhero, yeah. but sources close to the talent said Affleck and Warner Brothers, after discussing how to best make the film possible, came to the decision together. Now, here's the statement that Ben Affleck actually put out. There are certain characters who hold a special place in the hearts of millions. Right. Performing this role demands focus, passion, and the very best performance I can give. It has become clear that I cannot do both jobs to the level they require. Together with the studio, I have decided to find a partner and a director who will collaborate with me on this massive film. This is a big sentence for me. I'll come back to it. (laughs) I am still in this and we are making it, but we are currently looking for a director. I remain extremely committed to this project and look forward to bringing this to life for fans around the world. And then at the end, it says, Batflag out. (laughs) Just kidding. I didn't say that. Hold on. Let me go back to the, the, the really important part to me was... It has become clear I cannot do both jobs to the level they require. That's that's one of them. And the other one was I have decided to find a partner. Okay, oh. a partner in a director. Now, actors do not have partners. No. And right. So this is this is really interesting to me because everybody's shitting themselves because Zack Snyder is there's a petition with like ten thousand people. Guys, Warner Brothers not going to get Zack Snyder to do this. No, calm down. No, okay? no, no, no. Relax. They're not going to do out. it. Yeah. So it's it's going to be okay. And here's another thing. Ben Affleck wants a partner, and Zack Snyder will not be that partner. No, no. no. I have tell him feel- I'm going to direct my own right. movie. Yeah, and he can't have that. He might listen to Ben Affleck, like in Justice League here and there, because he's a producer. You're, you're going to tell a director... Like Zack Snyder. No, no, no. You're not going to give him any That he can't blow up three or four more things that he wants yeah, to. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> now, now, hold on. Let's get into a voicemail because we a have... A poignant voicemail. A poignant voicemail. A poignant voicemail. Yes, yeah. exactly. We have a poignant voicemail. A poignant voicemail by Brad Love, who's a great listener. Mm-hmm. And we really appreciate Brad sending us messages and, and all this stuff. So here is Brad's question for all of us okay. about this actual thing that we're talking about. Hey, guys. It's Brad. Um... So I guess the news is out now that Ben Affleck won't be doing the next Batman movie, and I believe The Flash also doesn't have a director. So I was wondering, uh, who do you guys want to be the director? I mean, not who do you think, but who do you want? Because I think, like, maybe, I don't know, Edgar Wright would would make quite a unique Flash film, even though, you know, I don't think he'd ever do it. But uh, that's, that's all I got for this week, guys. Take care. Bye. All right, Brad. Great, great call. Mm-hmm. Thank you very we much. We really that. appreciate it. 
So here's the crazy thing. I was on one of our great listeners and, and, and a Rogue winner and a part of actually the Rogue One family, Patrick Ooh. Von Frisco. Ooh. I love that last name. Yeah, it is awesome. It is it's <laughs> fantastic. He's on a show every Tuesday night, KPFK 90.7 Geek Radio. And that's on FM on the West Coast on midnight on Tuesdays. Mm. So right, be- right before tune midnight, in. tune in. So that's very cool. Now, he, another thing is if you can't tune in and you're not from the West Coast and you don't want, you can't listen to it, he also has it on a podcast. Definitely tune in. Oh, very cool. Yeah, it's a great show. He's awesome. So remember, 90.7 Geek Radio. That's how you can find it on all of your podcast networks. And take advantage, imagine. people, because this is a great day and age to live in. You have a lot of access to geek stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, when, when Raj and I were kids, you really couldn't walk around telling people you like comics. And if you did... It was hard to find someone else that was into it. Nerds. That's right. No women would come near us. <laughs> Actually, I don't know about that. But anyways, uh, <laughs> if you get a chance, yeah, there's plenty of podcasts, plenty of mediums for you to get. Yeah, there, are, there, actually, is, there mm-hmm. actually is. Well, you asked us, and I will let Boo do first, and then Boo do do first. That's good. Do do. I will let Boo go out this first, and then last, and then I'll tell you who I think. And yeah. hopefully they don't rip off who I think, because then mm-hmm. I'm going to sound like I was ripping them off. This is a little bit tough because the the way that I think that they're gonna they're gonna continue both of these franchises is still in the same vein that Warner Brothers wants, which is it's it, I, I hate to use it, but it is right dark and gritty. To have the the right director who will capture that is a little tough. What I think from what Ben Affleck said, he wants somebody who's gonna do what he says. Basically, he doesn't want to sit in the director's chair, but he's going to sit in the director's chair, if that makes sense. So that's so I don't think who directs it honestly really matters, because I still think Ben Affleck's going to direct it, just not have his name under the director name. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Wow. So, okay. So that's that's what I think that, that statement meant, because yeah, it, the, the, the sense you said over again is very important, because he wants somebody as a partner. I don't know about as a partner. I'm, I might be completely wrong. You might actually get somebody who you know can work with him and be you know um, not not comply, but they can they can concur on certain things and and you know work together. I doubt it, but I might be wrong. And then the I Flash mean, is movie. Is there anyone that would even come close to letting that happen? Let's be honest. Like, yeah, that's like what the I'm director. Saying. Yeah, yeah. So that's is there saying. any director? Well, yeah, that's I, mean, what get... I don't think he's gonna have somebody um, be his partner. I think he's gonna have somebody to be not a yes man, but basically and then the flash movie see the problem is is that with with the flash you still have to capture how how funny he is and how i don't know um the the lighter side of of himself but still keep a dark and gritty world around him you said dark and gritty you said dark and gritty i know yeah i I hate to use it but it does work um (laughs) (laughs) so a director for you're drinking your own kool-aid carlos i know (laughs) that's a little tough that's a little tough who's the guy who directed uh, guardians of the galaxy James Gunn. Gunn. James Gunn. Yeah. I think he might do a good job because he still had a very serious... Yeah, but he can't do it. He's a Marvel. You, oh. you, yeah, and we keep calling that guy's name out. I've heard that yeah. guy's you name. That guy's locked stock. He's locked. He's locked in. He's well, not going anywhere. Yeah, so in a perfect world, I would have him because in Guardians of the Galaxy, he still had funny funny moments, but then there was also uh, dark moments. Like uh, like you figure out what happened to Rocket Raccoon. We'll figure, you figure out what happened to Drax and his, his whole situation. Stuff like that. That you know, you have thousands of people dying, 
you know, in, 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 in that space battle, that kind of shit. So you still have dark moments, but it's still, you know, funny. You know, when, you know, he says, you know, uh, what does that, what does that look like? A Jackson Pollock painting? That kind of shit. So I, I think that, I think he would do a good job, but since he's, uh, locked away in, uh, in a, with another company, yeah, so th- that would be my perfect one. So, but it's a little tough to find. Yeah. Okay, Mark, last one. Um, you know what? I really wouldn't have an answer for the Batman Batman one. I don't know. To be yeah. honest, I don't think any direct like that's why I asked. I don't know <laughs> if any director would really sit there and be like, "Okay, we'll do that." Okay, I can go with that. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, that's not. You know, that's a good idea. That's a great idea. No, you want to make your own movie. You want to yeah. be able to do that. I understand what Ben Affleck is saying, though, because to direct, it's Batman. As fictional as this is, and it's not like he's directing Pride and Prejudice or anything like that, but you want to make a good Batman film. There's so many Batman movies out there people forget. That's true. There's some really, really bad ones oh, and yeah. really, really good ones. And here he is. He's he's going to have to do both. Mm-hmm. He would be the only one who would have to do both, mm-hmm. meaning helm the movie and star in it. And bring this type of Batman that we've seen in in BVS, you know, bring it to life. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really wouldn't know who could sit there with him and, and coexist. Oh, I know. Um, oh. And I'll leave that to Raj. But as far as the Flash, I would just throw Justin Lin's name out there. He's the guy who did Fast and Furious uh-huh. and the Star Trek movies. Ooh, that is interesting. Um, and you know what? Actually, one. if we are going to do that, I guess I could answer. Maybe Guy Ritchie would sit down with Ben Affleck oh, shit, and be like, hey, Ritchie. let's go ahead and do uh-huh. this Batman thing. No, dude. But no, he not would, at all. He he's, he would do his own world, thing. Yeah. And you know what? I, like I, I, would you, like, I like where you're going with it. I would like yeah. a, You know what? That would be cool, though, if Guy Ritchie did direct mm-hmm. Batman or any superhero movie. I mean, yeah. Man from Uncle was amazing. That was good. Was uh, the Sherlock that? Holmes movies were yeah, great. No, the the good guys, the nice guys, or nice guys, same thing. Definitely yeah, wasn't that, Guy Ritchie. That, but that wasn't Guy Ritchie. Yeah. That wasn't Guy Ritchie. Though. We're talking that, that Guy Ritchie snatch. No, no, but uh, didn't Guy Ritchie direct? Uh, it's a very Guy Ritchie tonal, it's got the like, S, tone. Yeah, it's feel got like of a, it. an essence of a Guy Ritchie film, but. Yeah, no, no, no. Uh, okay. Guy Ritchie's no, got a lot I of know, like, I know why you would think it would. He, he's got a lot of cutscenes, zooms in, yeah. out, uh, that kind of stuff. Actually, he might work for the Flash movie too. But mm-hmm. I, I, the reason why Justin Lin is because he's just he's able to work with the special effects. He's done. He did Star Trek Beyond, Fast and Furious. Action is not is is nothing new to the man. So mm-hmm. that would be my guy for That's the Flash movie. That's a really movies. good one. I, I uh, think that one, yeah. And you know what? Yeah, like I said, I would throw Guy Ritchie out there. It just wouldn't be a coexistence. Let's be honest. The Batman thing would turn mm-hmm. really ugly. The fact is, is it's a directing partnership. If that's what we're l- listening to and hearing what Ben Affleck is saying. It's a directing partnership, and that's kind of tough to. Well, I I think I know someone that can step into a. Wait, do you personally know that person? The person that. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I did. I tell you right? that much. Yeah. <laughs> if I fucking knew this person, we'd have a really awesome show. We'd have a really good guest right now. Yeah. Uh, oh, oh! <laughs> shots fired! Just my kidding, God. Les. Just kidding. Somebody called the cops. Shots have been oh, fired. Milestone episode, guys. Milestone episode. X lax, bro. I'm sorry. X lax. I'm right. going to relax. Okay, <laughs> so I have a person in my mind that can take over a franchise and do a standalone film and then have the studio meddle a little bit and then go do reshoots with other directors to help out. I think that guy's name is Gareth Edwards. Ah. And that guy just did a film called Rogue One, a Star Wars Ah. story. 
Okay. Not Rogue One with a W. Rogue One with a O. Now, I think he would be a perfect person to come in and just him and Affleck collaborate and get a good fucking movie out there. I mean, I think he could do it. He did a perfect job in Rogue One. Mm-hmm. And it's not an easy thing to do, take be the first standalone film and say, hey, we're going to give you a story where everybody is pretty much, I mean, spoiler alert, a goner. Everybody's going to die at the end. Everybody knows what's going to happen afterwards. We've mm-hmm. already got a sequel for your movie. It's called A New Hope. Yeah, and that came out 30-something years ago. Yeah. <laughs> and he did a great job. So why not push hard, DC? You need this movie. This is, you tank on this movie, you're it's done. It's all done. Yeah, you're they're, done. They're, everything's done. Because Batman will sell. Yes, it will. Right? No matter what. Yeah. Right. But then Christopher Nolan took Batman to another level. Mm-hmm. Uh, you might not like the way he did it. He did it. He did it, and he took it to another level, and it got... Most of them got critically acclaimed. Mm-hmm. So one won somebody an Oscar. Won somebody an Oscar. I believe that that's the guy you go after. Go after him hard. Don't go after just these names that everybody's been throwing out there. They're gonna have to do it soon though, because this ball is already rolling. Yes. Oh, you know, yes. They gotta know, do it really soon. Right. No. Yeah. yeah. And they can't. Yeah. You can't. That's never a good sign when people are stepping down exactly, or stepping away yeah. from from uh, positions on projects. Mm-hmm. You know, when you start hearing words like reshoots and rewrites, you and go, oh, shit. What the hell's going on? Yeah, yeah. exactly. So it's, uh, you never want that. You just want, with Marvel, all of a sudden, you just get, this movie's coming out. You get a you get a shoot date, mm-hmm. you get the announcement, mm-hmm. they start shooting, and then you get a release, and it's that's it. Yeah. yeah and it just rolls no right out the there. Road, there's yeah. not too many bumps in the road. You know, and for DC, it's almost always that is the same song. It's mm-hmm. always part of the thing, like the deal. The driving Braille. Constantly. It's just come on, like every time you look up, there's we had to go do this again, or they sent this back, or the execs didn't like this, or they didn't like that. Suicide Squad had to go through that. It's just you know every movie has reshoot, and some movies and the press make a big deal about right others. I mean, like yeah. if the nice guys had reshoot, somebody give a Nobody rat's give a ass, fuck, right? Yeah. But when Rogue One has it, or Suicide Squad has it, or the Batman has it, it becomes a social media frenzy. Right, no, and, and you're dealing... So, go ahead, Arash. No, no, what, what I'm saying is, sometimes the reshoots are done for a... Obviously, they're always done for a reason, but they're done, and they make the movie better. Right. Right? We haven't seen the other shot of Rogue One. We don't know if it would have actually flowed better and, and been able to watch it and been smooth, and we would have liked it as Star Wars fans, but... The product that came out was pretty damn good. Yes, Very good. And yeah. the stuff that we saw in the commercials, 70% of it's not in the fucking movie. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Some of the dialogue, Jin and TIE Fighter. So so the Batman film, even if there is these reshoots and a director has to be told what to do by other people, you know, I think this day and age, this is what you get. I mean, studios are so powerful and they have the right to tell you that they don't like the movie and they want it redone. Mm-hmm. Right. Unless you're Scorsese, unless you're Spielberg, and, unless you're yeah, that's true. Coppola Tarantino. back in the day, Tarantino. It's just that I think it doesn't help for the public. You no, are correct. Oh, it no, it doesn't. Now it's, so it's but it does case. not help with the everyman who's out there just going, just make the damn movie. I want yeah. to see the movie. Yeah, I, want, I want to see that. So, yeah, these yeah. things do happen. You are correct. And it's just. This type, this medium that we're in now, this this comic book, these superhero movies, it's just it's you can either make 
And the funny thing is, is they're all make a hundred million. They'll make oh, yeah, a hundred million easily. Well, hundred million is nothing anymore. The, and that's the, the point. Yeah, but, the hundred million no. is nothing. Hundred million, you can't make a hundred million anymore. These type of movies, their budgets are two hundred million. Right, to start. exactly. So it's like even in and, and that's the the irony or the funny thing about it is that these movies will make a lot of money. Yeah, they will make money. per se. Right, but not money where they want profits and and that's what drives these things all of a sudden that's what you're gonna get oh yeah and it's just it's tough you know just we want we want our movies but you're right as a studio exec they want the best thing they want their Mm -hmm. money they want what they if they're gonna put 200 million in then they want 600 million back so it's like it's just it's a delicate thing it's just it with social media just makes these things tough and when you say i'm not i'm no longer directing but i'm still on board Things just get blown out of proportion. Yeah, and that's what exactly yeah. what happened. Like we said, everybody just calm, just down. calm down. And if Zack Snyder does come on, then freak out. <laughs> Definitely freak out. Just fucking do your. You're not going to get. You're not going to get what we thought we were going to get. But you'll still get a good Batman movie. Oh, is that right? You think so? Uh no 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 I'm sorry you said Zack Snyder yeah. not Nolan I am so sorry oh you're thinking I said yeah you All are right. correct let's dive into <laughs> a show called Game of Thrones Ooh. Now, there's not much news other than Boo here. I am all caught up. Is all caught up. Within a month. So, Boo. That is the power of the throne. Now, for spoilers, if you haven't watched Game of Thrones, if you're not caught up, if you're not caught up, please tune your... Podcast no, for another now. five. Or six. Yeah, okay. They Thank you, Carlos. Shit for months. <laughs> fuck that. Fuck them. Fuck the spoiler alert. If I'm <laughs> caught amazing. up. You motherfuckers can be too. <laughs> Where? So, what did you think, Boo? What is your feelings towards the show? It is a very good show. Like, <gasps> like I said, it is a very good show. It li- it sucked me in. Wait, it sucked me in. I finished it all within a month. So I spent sixty hours. Of my whole entire month of January, <laughs> that's funny. Soaked or uh, sucked into the show. It is very good. Uh, you guys are completely right. Yeah, it's stuff that I loved. It's it's uh, it's war, violence, blood, sex, all that stuff. It's fantastic. Uh, the characters are great. What I love a lot is that nobody is safe, um, yes. which is fantastic because you you have no idea what the fuck is going to happen, and um, the uh, the ruthlessness is beyond compare. The uh, what is it the uh, the the unstoppable power of power you can really see power. that yeah like people that. you know yeah. people are hundreds of people are murdered you know like the uh, they killed all the all the, all the bastards you know all that kind of shit or, or where Cersei blows up the church which I thought was badass <laughs> and needed to fucking happen <laughs> that shit needed I was pissed that Marjorie died because she was uh. She was. She uh, caught your eye there. She did catch she my eye. She, your eye. She, yeah. she, to me, she was uh, Belle from uh, Lady and the Beast. Beauty and the Beast. Beauty and the whatever. Beauty and the Beast, <laughs> but real and seductive. Yeah, no, uh, she was hot. And then I, I have my my four favorite moments. Oh, look at you. Yeah. The Here one, we go. One is Khaleesi tells her brother, "You raise your hand to me again, it'll be the last time you have hands." That's that's definitely that's, a good that's one. my winner. Number two, <laughs> this is fucked up, but it made me laugh really hard. Is when uh, Walder Frey is talking to Rob before he kills him, and he's you know he tells him, "I'm sorry, I can't marry your daughter because I married this woman." And he's like, he's like, uh, you know, she, I, I love her. He's like, you don't love her. You just uh, like her because she has uh, firm tits and it's a tight fit. I had Ooh. to pause. <laughs> I had to pause because I was dying. I was like, holy shit, he just said that. Wal- the dirty old man. Dirty, dirty old, old fucking man. man. Yes. I was dying. 
Um, number three is when they're attacking the, uh, the the wildlings are attacking the wall. You see the the giant the giant with the bow, big ass fucking bow, and he shoots, it and the guy gets launched um, through through like the roof of the wall all the way to the other side, and it just like spears him down on the ground. That was a giant epic. is the shit. That was... one one the giant the giant's name is one one. Yeah, sure. One one. No, 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 no. Please ask. No, no, no. Uh, what do you think about hold the door? Hold the that whole thing. Hold the door. Hold the door. Hold the door. I was like, that's that's kind of sad. That was kind of it was sad, a wasn't rough it? Moment, yeah. That oh, was a rough one. Did you know anything about that before you saw it? Hold door or yeah. hold the door? The, well, the whole door, hold the door. Yeah, I, that I, connection. Honestly, I knew nothing about that's, the show. That's great. Okay. Yeah. There okay. You go. okay. And then um, number four now is uh, is now leaving me. As far as I remember, that's because I interrupted you. Yeah, no, because I, I that, that's why I wanted you to ask the question because I had lost it already. Um, oh, fuck, well, well, I, I can't remember what number four is now. But it was yeah. probably hold the door, dude. No, <laughs> <laughs> that's what it was. It was hold the door, hold, hold the door. Oh, that was rough. Right, that yeah. was rough. I love that giant man. When that giant died, oh, that was, I, rough, it, yeah. it was it saddened me. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely a sad. Part. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it is a great show. I How, okay, so finish. here's the questions I have for you. Now you wanted an epic battle. Uh-huh. You compl- complained about it a couple of times. Did yes. you get the epic battle? I did. I did. The one uh, where Jon Snow is is uh, is fighting against. Uh, you know nothing, Jon Snow. Bolton, yeah, uh, uh, against the fucking Ramsay, that motherfucker, uh, <laughs> fighting against him. Uh, How about Jon Snow's brother not zigzagging? Well, the kid, the kid's scared. He doesn't know, and then he sees his brother, and he's like, "Shit, I'm close." He probably slowed down. Boom, right through the heart. Let me tell you what I would have done. I would have stopped. I would have done a Michael Jackson leg kick. Yeah. I would have backpedaled. I would have done a moonwalk. I would have been left, right, left, right. I would have looked like a Daniel Thompson going in the end zone back in the day. Yeah, I ain't going to fucking go straight line. I don't have a, a, a sonar tracking device on those things. <laughs> so, yeah, so so that battle was good. That uh, He should have lost. Where, where he was going to lose that battle he sure until, was. until the veil came by and, and saved him. And oh, then the Knights the, of the Veil. The, the one the that I was pissed about that I didn't get to see was the one that Stannis lost. You wanted to see that. I wanted huh? to see that. It cuts from okay, you see the war or you see the battle's gonna start, and then it's and then you see at the end when he's dead. Or or when he's gonna die. Wait, where, where all the horsemen surround him? Yes, I wanted well, to see Well, you that knew shit. it was done. But, no, I knew he was done, but I still wanted to fucking see it. That's true. Yeah. I guess you wanted to see some gore. Fuck that, yeah. Yeah. You, yeah you're used to heads getting split yeah, open. There's nothing like watching Braveheart. You see these two armies just coming straight at each other and then just I, I mean his other. army was enveloped like, oh yeah fully no, no, engulfed I, I, know, I knew he was fucked so did he he's like cavalry. ah shit you know he, he, I'm afraid he didn't look at his men oh, my lord there won't be a siege <laughs> what do you think about yeah. Captain Phasma coming out of the trash compactor and ending up killing Stannis <laughs> is that no that's not her is it? Of course it's her, yes. Is that yes, Captain that Phasma? Is, yes. Oh, that is fuck, Brienne of Tarth. You didn't know that? No. She's a badass. Yeah, she definitely she is that ass. She is awesome. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely Captain Phasma. Huh. Yeah, she's badass. And then speaking of other people or other women being badasses, uh, Sansa, I think she is just as dangerous as the wrong word, eventually being powerful as uh, Cersei, but in the light side. Cersei is the dark side, and then Sansa is her is her equivalent. Yeah, her equivalent on the light side. That's it, it, I, I think she has the potential to be that powerful, and she has uh, grown and changed that much. But, but Cersei's ruthless. I know that's what I'm saying. San- so, Sansa, 
But 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 I think I, I think it. I think if you were, if you were to weigh them, they would be equal. So she's the bizarro Cersei's, is what you're saying? Yes, yes, exactly. And then and then Arya, Arya is a fucking killer. She's she a badass. She is awesome. You saw the scene where she went to the brothel and fucking. Ended oh that yeah, day. yeah. Put put the guy's fuck. Yeah, she literally uh, <laughs> what was it? Uh, took his eyes out, uh, beat the shit out of him, and then and and they gutted him. I was like, holy fuck. Yeah, no, she is. She is a. Uh, she so, is a so your your thirst for blood has been wetted for sure. Look oh yeah. You. Oh <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. 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 The amount of gore is fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. Good. Good. Oh, I'm glad you've caught up. Yeah. I'm glad you're a normal human being now. Like all <laughs> you're like the rest of us. Yes. Right. Yeah. And so what do you think? I'm going to go to less after you, but what okay. do you think is on the horizon for not the end game? Mm-hmm. I know the end is near. Yeah. But next season. Okay, what are you going to so, see next season? Okay. So next season, what I think is going to happen is because the overall war is versus the White Walkers. That is the end all be all. So what I think is that... Um, I think Khaleesi is going to find a way to join up with Jon Snow, defeat uh, Cersei, take the throne, and then they're going to fight the White Walkers together. Nice. So I think I think Cersei has to die in this season, oh. and Khaleesi has to be queen before mm. they fight the White Walkers as okay. a unified seven kingdoms. Because they have to be a unified seven kingdoms in order to fight and win against the White Walkers. That's interesting you, that you said that. And I, you guys should have told I, me there were zombies in it and I would have been sold immediately. Well, Les always used to tell me that in essence this is a yes. zombie yes, show. it is a zombie show. What so, the fuck, guys? Come on. I, I don't, I'm going to go, you, I'm gonna go to you in a second, Les, because I want to say I don't think any of that's going to happen. Really? Not I, this season. Not right? this season. I think the payoff of her becoming queen is too big. I think she's going to get together with Jon Snow this season. That's mm-hmm. going to happen. Mm-hmm. But she's not going to take the throne yet. And I don't think Cersei's is going to die yet. Okay, Those are two big payoffs. Okay. Yeah, you can't get two in one season. No. <laughs> and this is supposed to be the second to last season, if I'm right? Yes. Right, that's yes. what I'm saying. So, go ahead, Roger. Well, I, think, well, so, I think you and I are going to be on the same Yeah, I think here. this season's going to be conflict. I think it's going to be a big, huge battle. Mm-hmm. The dragons are going to get involved. There's going to be some, spoiler alert, I believe there's going to be some anti-dragon stuff. Mm. You know? Right. You know, I'm not going to say exactly what it is. I think these things are going to happen, and it's going to be a big struggle for both sides. And that's going to lead into the last season, which we're going to see Khaleesi hopefully become the queen. And Cersei's being killed by her brother, by the way. Tyrion is going to kill us. No. You watch. No, Arya is going to do it. Okay. okay. She has so, to do it. She, she'll be her last one on her kill list. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I kind of agree with you, Raj. What'll probably happen is Daenerys will land, maybe at Dragonstone, get there. But ultimately, what I think, you're right, they're two big payoffs. So what should happen, though, is is let's just have her go past King's Landing and go to the north. Let's just say Varys says we need to have the north on our side also. Yeah. And this season is all about them going to the north and helping put down the Night King and keep that at bay and then truly unite as you said Carlos at least the seven kingdoms mm-hmm. to get to a point where then next season we get Cersei taken out and the crowning the whole thing ends with Daenerys being crowned okay. the queen of the land uh, and, maybe, and, and with Jon Snow with Jon Snow by her side as and, and you know it, it is incestuous but that's the Targaryen way 
And See that? Yeah, that, that's a question I had. So, okay, what is your okay, question? Okay, so you figure out that Jon Snow is not actually a bastard. He is his, uh, Ned Stark's nephew. Okay, so then what is what? So Jon Snow and Khaleesi, what are they as far as within a family? Daenerys state? is his aunt because Rhaegar is his father, and okay. Rhaegar is yeah. the big brother to Daenerys and Viserys. Okay. So, and, and that's the least of our words with this show. Well, no, I know, I know, but I, <laughs> I, think, I was just, I, I think saw that and I was like, things. wait a minute, what yeah, is, but but you know what? what it, apparently, that's the only reason the show was even greenlit in the first place. What? Was I guess the writers Beanieoff and Weiss were able to deduce that? We're able to say by reading your books, Mister Martin, mm-hmm. we've deduced that Jon Snow is going to go, and the Khaleesi are going to. You know that uh, oh, Jon Snow is Rhaegar's son. Yes, before it's even written. Yes, and then Martin was like. You are correct. Martin said, let me put the pizza down, and then I'll put get the back to you. Put the pizza down and have my guys sing the wiener song from South Park. Wiener, <laughs> wiener, 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 wiener. The okay. wiener theme. But, uh, yes, uh, so, yeah, this season you're a writer. I think I go with you, Raj. We're not going to get just a whole rolling over. It's just a straight line. And, it, you know, roll over Cersei and then roll on up to the north and subdue the Night King. And then mm-hmm. what do we get next season? Uh, okay, just, yeah, we're just, just gonna party frolicking through the land with Lord of the Rings and yeah. stuff. Like, yeah, no, we're not going to get all that. We're going to the Shire. Well, but, but you know what? He has a point. The, the last season can be the all-out battle with... See, because that's, that's, you know, that's the biggest threat. Look, Cersei is a huge the threat, White yes. Okay, but so, the White Walkers are going to take over the planet. And maybe, you know what? And maybe that's what can happen then, too, then. So what will happen is maybe they do take out Cersei... As Daenerys is establishing herself there, mm-hmm. Jon Snow and them approach mm-hmm. because that's what has always been going on. Is that the ta- Castle Black and the Night's Watch have been sending ravens yeah, throughout yes. this yeah. whole thing? And even Syrian said yeah. Mormont does not lie. Mm-hmm. If he's asking for help, he needs there's the help. something yeah. happening. Yeah. Right. And so that could be, and you know, you, that could be right. It could be a massive battle because that's the underlying thing about. The whole song of ice and fire is that at one point the others and that's that's a lost reference i know no but the others and the children of the forest and all Mm -hmm. that stuff Mm -hmm. they were all magic was intertwined throughout and then something a big battle came where the night king was basically going around and dorn and just all kinds of crazy stuff going on. We're gonna get a call from Ollie. And Ollie, please, please, <laughs> please clear all that up. Call, but ultimately, call us on the line uh, there was a sword it. called Lightbringer that came through too. As far as the books go, and some guy had Lightbringer and whooped some ass. And okay. So that kind of stuff is an underlying thing. But at the end, yeah, maybe we do get what you want, which is mm-hmm. knock Cersei out, but don't crown the Khaleesi. Then oh, no, band no, together no. and oh, then no. go I, from I, I there. didn't say that. Yeah, no, they're not going to have enough time to crown somebody. But the Seven Kingdoms do have to be unified in order to defeat the yes. White Walkers and all and their zombie army. So, 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 yeah. So, no, the, the the final moment has to be her being crowned. Absolutely, but. Cersei has to be dead in order for her to be able to unify the Seven Kingdoms. Let's just get the White Walkers to fuck everything up and just take over everything. Uh, you know what? Why fuck not? it, dude. Yeah, yeah. you know that just might just actually slave everyone. Happen. Yeah, that subdue might some dragons and, and just freeze everything up. The White Walkers were the ones, the descendants of the Walking Dead Walkers. Ooh, the ancestors of the Walking. Sure, sure. whatever. Sure. I I remember. And now they smoked my... blue meth. Now, say my name, Eisenberg. You're goddamn right. <laughs> Which is a great show. If you and they had the it. dragons help cook it. 
I'm gonna, oh, I'm gonna let's do this. Let's oh, put all these gonna, words I'm together. Gonna, no, no, no. What I'm let's do. tie it all together. No, I'm gonna screw Boo up here a little bit. I apologize, Boo. Uh, so everybody listening, Boo hasn't watched Breaking Bad. I have not. I have <laughs> and now it's time to so get him to spend sixty to... hours of his life <laughs> yes, exactly. to watch yeah. Breaking Bad. That's why I did that, I'm dedicated, guys. <laughs> right? I watched sixty hours of Game of Thrones within yeah. a month. All right. Yes. Okay. So, so Breaking Bad's next. Slack, so push him. Push him on Breaking Bad. Yes. I figured right. out my my fourth moment though. And, and, oh, you and did. These okay. Are, these are in, in no particular order. These are just okay, my good. four moments. Good. What was it? It is when the mountain crushes the vipers. Oh head. yes, that was oh. bad. Holy shit, that was. And the viper is my favorite. Awesome. He was my favorite guy. <laughs> that was so fucking awesome. He was his kicking. eyes out, and then just fucking just smashes his head like a cantaloupe. I was like, holy shit, that was great. So yeah. So those are my four top moments from Game of Thrones. When you call in and you ask if Boo like used to hurt little animals when he was younger because he loves all these little policies. <laughs> he's not a serial killer. No. I just want to throw no, that no, out. No, 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 no. But the answer is probably yes. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, it's not. No. All right. So, okay, Boo, that's great. Yeah. So that's great you're all cut up. So yes. when the show comes on, we can talk about it in real time. And yeah. We'll get, um, oh. The one thing I am going to be pissed about is waiting Sunday to Sunday to Sunday. Yeah, that, that's I've tough. been able to, I've, you know, like uh, one day I was able to power through like a whole season. And not being able to do that anymore, I'm going to be pretty pissed. Yeah, and you'll be like us. You'll know how it feels. Yes, you will. I mean, we have to do it with Walking Dead. Yes. Oh, great segue. It fucking sucks. Great segue. Yes. Because let's talk a little Walking Dead. Mm -hmm. The Walking Dead came out with a little trailer. A couple of them. Well, yeah, they they came out with a bunch of trailers. This is kind of like a... uh, Kind of like a featurette. Mm -hmm. And it's uh, a couple minutes long, so we're going to play it for you right now. So let's tune in. So much has happened. So much that we shouldn't have lived through. Yet in spite of it, or maybe because of it, we did. We're still standing. And we're going to keep standing. So what do we do with that? The first half of season seven was very much about these characters and the audience finding their way forward from an incredible trauma. It was really about the adjustment to who you are in the wake of it and how you piece yourself together and can you. It was something that will take so much time to recover from. Everybody is broken. We have to grieve, we're in mourning, but at the same time we have to pick up the pieces and figure out how we move forward. Let me put this to all of you as clearly as I can. I'm not in charge anymore. Negan is. The worst was seeing Rick just so defeated. Oh, this. It makes Rick believe that the only way forward is compliance. It's not how the group is built to actually cater to this type of oppressive tyranny. It begins with a man being obedient and going out of his way and risking his life for Negan in order to preserve life in Alexandria. But throughout, there are successions of moments that change his mind and, and makes him realize that this is an untenable situation. By the end, we see that all of these characters that have been in different places have wound up on the same page. The promise of the future is that, okay, they weren't ready, they weren't in a place to fight. They are now. There is this moment of optimism, one of the rare, rare moments in this front eight that, you know, we're rebuilding and we're together again, or at least it's the beginning of the resistance. Did you see that hope that we just maybe might can? Thank you. 
interesting journey. The first half is evident, and it's only going to get more crazy. You're seeing people now in a whole new place of really strategizing, but really against magnificent odds. There are some very practical obstacles in front of them. They still don't have the weapons, they don't have the manpower, but they've got the will. Now it's up to us to go out and find other communities who are willing to fight and take them down. We came to ask the kingdom to ask you to join us in fighting the saviors, fighting for freedom for all of us. In the second half of season seven, there's a storm coming. And it is a very different fight. It can't be won with just physical force. What we're building toward the end of seven is Rick trying to reemerge and find himself again. And Megan is still there with a big smile on his face waiting. So, you know, we're getting to uh, the breaking point. All right. So that was like a featurette with all the cast members and the executives and producers and showrunners. So this season uh, is coming, going to be coming to an end in this half, mm-hmm. and uh, a lot of cool things that are going to be coming up. Thank Com- God it's coming back. Oh, oh yeah. Right. You know, oh, my God. This whole little middle break thing. Yeah, you guys are excited, huh? brutal. I'm excited, too. So make sure you guys watch. If you're into Walking Dead, make sure you watch it this weekend. That's right. This Sunday. On FX. It's coming back. Mm-hmm. Now, coming- AMC, not FX. Oh, fuck. Did I say FX? That's blasphemy. We've been uh, inundated no, with FX. No, it's fucking Legion, it's, man. Legion, Legion is, is every taboo and Legion head, is yeah. everywhere, guys. Shit. In your head. God. AMC, you're but absolutely AMC right. is the channel with Heisenberg. Yeah. Mm. Yes, that's right. Now, comicbook.com's Brandon Davis had an interesting article up earlier this month about okay. what we want to see. The five things we don't want to see when it comes back. This week on hmm. AMC. That's a good idea. Yeah, it's pretty cool. So I'm going to run these by you and see if you guys agree. All right. Number one, we don't want to see any more broken, humiliated, and humbled Rick. Give us the bearded, fearless, confident leader who will do anything and everything to protect his community and protect what's right. You got a gutter, motherfucker. Obviously, that's obvious. We want to see that last. Definitely obvious. Mm-hmm. We want to see. We want to see him. Cut we want to see open. defiant. We want to see the Rick who said, "I will kill you." Not mm-hmm. today. Not, not, not tomorrow, tomorrow. But I'm but going will to kill, kill you. Yes, yes. that the, Rick is the shit. Yeah. We want the Rick who will bite your throat out. Yes. Oh, that was awesome. That and was spit your throat. No, I'm or, sure you like the boo. What was it? Yeah, that was great. The, the, the one where the guy's over him and he slits his throat and then he gets drenched in the guy's blood. He gets up and he looks at everybody else. He's like, "What?" This is where that John Carpenter synthesizer music comes in. Yeah, maybe I'll put that in there. Yeah, this is this is that part, guys. He just oh, described me. Oh, God. It was so good. Yeah. Number two, another character who needs to come back into form is Carol. The most hardened of all the characters has gone incredibly soft in recent episodes. Yeah, yeah I agree. Yeah, 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 badass Carol would be really nice to see. Number three is something that I also agree with that. Number three is also something that I don't want to see. Single character fucking episodes yeah, no, no, no more no more no focus more, yeah, no group 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 only yeah. if it's like three or more that's mm-hmm. cool but yeah let's not just focus on carl or tara i mean but the, the the last episode where carl did infiltrate that was pretty good but then the subplot of jesus running around and daryl getting out that all worked worked mm-hmm. out perfectly mm-hmm. but yeah no single no more okay now we do not want to see the whispers not just yet. Finish the Negan storyline and then bring them in. Well, no, but you have to tease that because Negan is going to last longer than this season, I think, and I think he should. I think Negan's going to last this second half of the season at a whole, what are we, season six now? 
He'll last the yes. rest of this season. Yeah, he's got to last the rest of the season. And at least the first half. And he has to die at the end of season seven, I think. So you can tease the whispers a little bit. But yeah, you have to okay, wait till. So he's you agree dead. with this one? Yeah, yeah, but okay. yeah, yeah. Not this season. Don't no. bring the whispers in this season. Finish out the arc of okay. Negan, and then at least hint at them. Maybe the last episode of the season. Yeah. Hint at it, and then that's when we get some all-out war. Yeah. In okay. the next season. And last but not least, although he's been a complete jerk and become one of the most hated villains on television, Negan's death is something most fans don't want to see. Not only do we hope to see Negan's storyline stay true to that of the Walking Dead comics, but killing off such a compelling character would be in poor taste. Negan and Rick's relationship can blossom into one of the most important on the show. Motherfucker's gotta die. Okay, you want him dead. He's not like you know, like I said, not this season. I think at the end of season seven, he's got to die. Motherfucker's got to die. Okay, I think he might do. I I think I agree partially, but I would like to see him do the um. The, the Merle thing. Merle? Where come he, you know, not come back without a hand, but basically Merle is... Sacrifice himself. Poor taste, yes, and then at the end of it all, when yeah, it's... Sacrifice. Go and take out you some think, people you and think ne- have a Negan, heroic death. You think Negan has redemption value coming? Fuck no. I don't... Is that what you're saying? I don't, that- I, okay, maybe not so much like a true redemption value, but to prove himself, he okay. will do those things. Okay. You know, with Merle, it was... He did have redemption value. You're like, okay... If Daryl can change, if I can change, and you can change, everybody can change. All right, motherfuckers so, gotta die. I okay. get it. It, it. More that synthesizer music, guys. Mother, I want. I <laughs> well, I can I understand that. Most people order. out there watching the show want him to die. I don't want him to die just yet. But I do want him to die sometime. People, if you've been watching Game of Thrones, you get your share of satisfying villain deaths. That's true. Let's have Negan hang around a little bit. You know, I I, I like him as an actor. As long as he doesn't do the cheese ball stuff too much, I'm fine with it. Yeah, you're right. So there's your five. So there's your Walking Dead news. Make sure you tune in. Make sure you watch so we can have some great questions on our our hotline or emails and stuff like that. That would be fantastic. All right, guys, we have a really cool thing that we're going to do probably on each episode, if we can. We are going to highlight an obscure, and sometimes actually not obscure, comic book character and talk about the details of his character. Oh, that's a great idea. Yeah. yeah that's that's a cool. really cool thing. Yeah, yeah. and comicbook.com does this really cool thing called the cheat sheet, and they'll break it down. And oh, even for awesome. like characters like Batman or Wolverine or Deadpool that you think you know everything, there are things that you don't know. Oh, that's pretty okay? cool. Unless you're like less. <laughs> and so, you know there's some things I don't know but yeah. this is actually a really good idea that's pretty cool of yeah and just for the novice fans yeah. that can get into it this is cool we're gonna start off by doing Moon Knight mm-hmm. and because of Haas talked about him last time we were on and he was on Moon Knight yeah mm-hmm. so let's get into the cheat sheet for Moon Knight let's do it Moon Knight is a superhero detective in the Marvel Universe. Before gaining any superpowers, Mark Spector was already a proficient martial artist and weapons specialist due to his time as a mercenary. However, once he is visited by the Egyptian moon god Khonshu, his strength is greatly amplified depending on the lunar cycle of the moon. He's a tad on the crazy side, or maybe more than a tad, and here's a cheat sheet to give you a few facts you should know. Moon Knight often gets compared to Batman considering they are both wealthy detectives who use gadgetry to fight crime. However, 
However, there are distinct differences between the two. While Batman fights crime to avenge his parents' murder, Moon Knight does so to alleviate his own guilt from his time as a mercenary. Moon Knight is aware that his white costume isn't exactly incognito. He wears white on purpose to intimidate or scare his would-be opponents. Moon Knight actually suffers from dissociative identity disorder as a result of juggling three alter egos, all of whom help him in his fight against crime. Depending on which alter ego is in control, Moon Knight will brutalize or even cripple his enemies. Recently, he's even begun carving crescents into the foreheads of criminals to remind them what happens when they break the law around Moon Knight. Speaking of brutalizing his opponents, as if being insane wasn't bad enough, it doesn't help that Khonshu, who gives Moon Knight his powers, is also a blood god. He's constantly in Moon Knight's head and will appear from time to time to beckon Mr. Knight to commit almost sacrificial violence on his behalf. Moon Knight was briefly in the Avengers, but abused his privileges solely to pick a fight with Doctor Doom. As with many comic book characters, Mark Spector has died a couple of times, but each time has been resurrected by Khonshu. Over the years, Moon Knight has steadily gained popularity with fans, appearing in video games and cartoons with a possible Netflix live-action series on the horizon. Whether he's tossing around moon-shaped throwing knives or wielding his adamantium staff, Moon Knight is not someone you want to mess with. Just ask the werewolf by night. Alright, so that was your cheat sheet for Moon Knight. So, actually, really interesting stuff. Yeah. Very interesting. Pretty good breakdown. Especially the Netflix idea. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. He's pretty obscure, like Haas said last time you talked about him. But yeah. it was interesting that he's been in con- he's been in cartoons and he has, he's, he's also been, been in video featured. games. Mm-hmm. So, very cool. Yeah. So, that's uh, something we're going to do probably each week. Just break down one character. You might know him, you might not. But hopefully, we taught Haas some stuff about Moon Knight that he yeah. didn't know. All right. Last week, we just touched on it really quickly, but we do have a title for the Episode 8 film. Literally dropped hours after we finished recording, which yes, was fucked up. Yes, it was fucked up. Yeah. Fucking Lucasfilm. I know, dicks. We had Haas on our show. Yeah, I know. And you're not going to fucking let us talk about <laughs> yeah, it with was, the man. That was bullshit. The Star Wars Beard of Knowledge. Yeah. <sighs> lift, yeah. motherfuckers. Look yeah, him up. So Recognize. Much. The movie is going to be called The Last Jedi. Mm. Episode 8, The Last Jedi. So what do you each think about that? Uh, last you go. Well, the title's great. Um, let's. Is the last Jedi is that a dual meaning? That's what I wanted to say. I mean, does that mean that Ray will get the training and then do like Ahsoka and just walk, just walk away from it all? No, okay, that's not okay. happening, dude. There's no way that's happening. We got episodes 10, 11, and 12 coming. No, here. but I mean, not so much walk the path of a Jedi, though, is what I mean. Like, I Not so much stay true to the order, but... I like the idea that people are throwing out there that the titles, and they talked about this on, uh, I think, Blue Harvest uh, on the podcast. They <laughs> said that maybe it's the titles are written out. The Force oh. Awakens, The Last Jedi. That they form a sentence. That's right. right yes, right. I saw Ooh. I saw something like that. Ooh, did you like that? I, think I wish said, I could take credit for that, but Ooh. I heard it on Blue Harvest. <laughs> yeah, I think they said, yeah, that uh, the last two episodes, yeah, that that's what they do. They form a sentence. So The Force Awakens, The Last Jedi. Well, no, that, that's just a theory. It's not that, legit. But, I mean, I, mean I would roll with that. But it's very cool. I, I can, I like I'm biting. I'm completely biting on that, and I could roll with that, mm-hmm. and I'm okay with that. Oh, I hope the next movie isn't, then he dies. Oh, <laughs> the Force Awakens, the last Jedi, then he dies. Then he dies. Star Wars, episode nine, then, then he, he dies. dies. Yeah. Let's not have that. No. If he <clears throat> dies, he dies. If he dies, he dies. Okay, cool, Les. Now, Boo, what do you think about this? Um, I, think, I think the name and the actual color 
of uh, the Star Ooh, Wars yes, logo the red. mean something. Yeah, it seems kind of dark and ominous to me. The Last Jedi. I don't think it has a dual meaning. It's not dark and gritty. I hope. No, not dark and gritty. Um, I think it's. I think it's kind of uh, negative. You know. Uh, you know. There was the New Hope. You know. The Force Awakens. And then you know, people have been and they have been comparing themselves. The second movie is going to be darker than The Empire Strikes Back. Yes, that's what the Plus, rumor the, is. The name Empire Strikes Back is like oh shit. Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, they're what pissed. What does that mean? Those guys are pissed. Exactly. So, so what I, empires. I, I think it's going to follow the same thing. I think it. Yeah, the red and the name has an ominous tone to it, and I think uh, I think some bad shit's going to happen. And going to what Les said, he might not be wrong because at the end of Revenge of the Sith, uh, Yoda says the Jedi have failed. They 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 weren't able to see what was going on because they got blinded. So she might, she might act. I don't think she'll walk away, but she might be a different kind of Jedi. She might, you know, so she, she might transform herself because the Jedi got lost and didn't see see the Force for what it for what it is. Well, maybe so, so. Les might be right. Mm-hmm. I maybe not hundred percent, but he's. I think he's on the right path. Yeah, I see what you're saying. I, so you're saying that maybe with Luke training her, Luke now has pretty much gone through a lot of shit. Yeah. So he can train her the right way. Yeah. Not that Yoda trained him the wrong way because his ass just took off. Yeah. Like, took off. I'm going to go face Vader. You're not ready. Yeah. You're not ready. I don't give a shit. I'm going to face him. I got this. I got this. Oh, God, came yeah. back to have a mechanical hand. No! No! Yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> that's that's got to be an awkward conversation. Maybe he is going to round her off in a way that is the best training possible that yeah. he thinks obviously he's not gonna give her shitty training but it's gonna be a different kind of training maybe yeah. we'll see we'll mm-hmm. see I'd love to see Ahsoka by the way in one of these damn things that'd, that'd be great yeah, that'd, she's be, a badass. that'd be really cool she's yeah. a badass I love the title I think The Last Jedi is fantastic and I love the red color I would've used a little bit more fuchsia to tell you the uh, truth I'm really into fuchsia <laughs> lavender. lavender lavender no no but, uh, but all seriousness I love the I love the title and I think the color looks great it reminds me of Return of the Jedi and the Revenge of the Jedi before it became Return of the Jedi those posters so yeah I love it I love it I love it I love it I don't, I'm not going to read too much into it I love the idea of the sentence that would be very yeah, cool that would be awesome so that's very cool yeah so I'm all in now Ryan Johnson, the director of The Last Jedi, who was cool just to say it, mm-hmm. told wow. Empire that Magazine cool. that there are specific influences that influenced him for The Last Jedi. Yeah. Do you want to hear him? Sure. All right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Here's some of them. Now, there were specific films. Ah. 12 O'Clock High Ooh. was a big touchstone for the feel and look of the aerial combat, as well as the dynamic between the pilots. Three Outlaw Samurai for the feel of the sword fighting and the general sense of pulpy fun. And To Catch a Thief was a great film to rewatch for the romantic scale and grandeur. Huh. Interesting. Interesting. Romantic. Yes. Uh-oh. So, ooh. We dropping that there word There are there? rumors that John Boyega has a romantic involvement with someone. Ooh. Yes. So there you have it. That's your episode eight news. Now we have more news, Star Wars news. The Han Solo movie has a title. Not really. A fake one. But the fake titles are even better sometimes than the real yeah, titles, are. right? Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> Co-director Chris Miller took Twitter on Monday morning, and he shared a photo of the clapperboard for the first take of the untitled prequel, which is currently being referred to as Star Wars Red Cup. 
Clever. You get it? Red Cup solo. Solo. Red solo cup. cup. That's right. Nice. Less. Nice. <laughs> and he also put Han first shot. You get it? It was a first shot, and Han uh. first shot first because he shot Guido. <laughs> yeah, which is cool. So he re- re- obviously referring to the infamous debate over whether Han or Guido shot during the cantina scene of the New Hope. By the way, there's no fucking debate. Han he sh- shot. He first. shot first. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Who shot first? Han or Han. Guido? What? Sorry. Uh, Han Solo shot first. Definitely. Without doubt. For me, it did. Okay. I want to believe it was Han. Do I say Han? <laughs> You're in the movie. I thought it would be Han. Han shot first. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. There's no debate. Han. Definitely. Yeah. Just because that's his, his character. <laughs> so that's that. So there you go. There's your Star Wars news. Not much, but we are ramping up and we are getting ready for episode eight. Oh, it's man. Coming out this year. Yep. How cool Christmas. is that? How cool is that? We just have so much stuff rolling. Oh, oh don't just we? Rolling through. So let's get to our voicemails and an email. We ha- well, let's go to the email first. We have an email from Adrian Garcia. Oh. And thank you, Adrian, for emailing us. That is awesome. So his email. He goes, how's it going, guys? Love the Sith list. Thank you, Adrian. That's very nice of you. Exclamation point. So he yelled it. Oh, he's exciting. He's very, very pumped up. I've been wondering if you guys have any thoughts on whether Sabine is Force sensitive. Hmm. And if she is, would she follow in the steps of the Jedi or go a different route like Ahsoka? Wow. This is kind of like right into what we were talking about. Mm -hmm. Who seems to be Force neutral, especially since her white blade seemed to denote a new status separate from the normal Sith Jedi dichotomy. Hmm. Keep up the great work, Adrian. Well, thank you, Adrian. Yes, That's really you. thought-provoking. Well, that was definitely thought-provoking. Uh, Sabine, I don't think she is Force-sensitive because I think they would have already foreshadowed it or put it out there somewhere, gave us some clues that she's Force-sensitive. That doesn't mean that they can't just change shit because mm-hmm. the story group can do whatever the fuck they want. I think it would be really cool if she was. I would love to see her force sensitive. I love her character. And uh, yeah, that'd be great. And I like your theory about Ahsoka's white blades. I'd love to see Ahsoka and like we talked about in yeah, more that, shit. Yeah, that would just really, really make things pretty cool. I mean, it's cool enough, but that would really be awesome to see her. So thank you, Adrian. We appreciate it. Keep emailing. Call us on the hotline so I can yeah. hear your voice. I'm sure you have a great voice. Let's get into Richie again. I think it's a good question. What's up, Sith heads? Hey, this is your buddy, Richie. I've got a couple of questions. Nothing crazy. Um, I'm not really a comic book guy, per se, but I'd be interested in reading something. So I've, I have some experience with comic books. Like, when I was a teenager, although I might have been younger than that, I read that um, all that Death of Superman shit, and then, like finding the real Superman and yada yada and that was pretty entertaining then I put it down Um, I watched the movies and all that stuff I got into Captain America Sam Wilson like the when he was the all-new Captain America like two three years ago which I thought was okay I mean I really like Anthony Mackie's portrayal of Sam Wilson in the Avengers. I think he's fucking awesome. And I think the character backstory and development were awesome. I wasn't too keen on the Sam Wilson in the comic. And then they got a little too, um, oh, how do I say, political with Sam Wilson after that. And I was like, you know what? 
I'm trying to escape fucking like all the shit that's going on in the world today. And then I, and so I read some Star Wars comics. I got the whole run of Kanan. I'm, I subscribed to Poe Dameron. You know, they're all, they're all entertaining enough. I, I mean, some of them I'm starting to drop. And I read, um, I also read the He-Man. I think it's called the Eternity War, which was pretty fucking fantastic. So I know a little bit. I'm looking for something different. So what would you guys suggest that's going to hold my hold my attention isn't going to delve into things that I don't want to talk about when I'm reading a fucking comic book and is just going to entertain the shit out of me. All right. Take care guys. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Richie. Congratulations again on those pats. Man. And thank you for that question. I'm, you know, I'm so glad that you asked that because Les is here, and Les is a comic book junkie. Here. So he is going to take this one. Richie, yes. go ahead, buddy. All right. I have uh, one title to recommend. It's a graphic novel, actually. It's pretty big, um, but it, it is a definitely a good read. It's probably one of the greatest graphic novels ever written. It's called it's called Kingdom Come, and uh, ultimately it's DC Universe. First of all, I saw porn like that one. Title that one. So. <laughs> It's it's basically the DC universe, but everybody's older. When I mean older, they're on the cusp of retiring. So your Hal Jordan is a 60-year-old. Batman I, yes. is older, too. Batman's, like, in his 70s. Flash basically becomes just a wraith of red light running through, what is it, Central City? Running through there. And then Superman is retired to Kansas. What happens is... is the summary is basically those heroes have to come out of retirement because the new batch of heroes, the young millennials or these young kids with the swagger, they don't take being heroes seriously. So what ends up happening is the old guys have to come back and put the smack down. Very good read. It's cool to see. Um, it culminates with uh, Superman fighting Shazam. Captain Marvel in just an epic battle. Well, don't tell him the ending, um, man. You won't see. He's not going to read it. It's not the ending, but it culminates in one. It's one. It's actually one of the greatest. It was. It was written by Wizard Magazine back in the day. Is one of the greatest panels to see, and it shows Shazam standing over Superman, mm. smiling at him, and he's like twenty years younger than him. You showed me that one. It's amazing. It's the, that book is up. amazing. So I would definitely recommend reading that. Um, if you want something smaller. Not so much graphic novelly than uh Ask for less. <laughs> that's funny. Yes, ask for me. <laughs> Actually, you know what that's it. Kingdom Code would be the wood. That would just that would take you some time for you. That would help you get away from things. You you wouldn't be able to put it down. Richie, I have a good one that Les l- let me read, gosh, man, like seven, eight years ago. The zombie one. The Marvel, oh, Marvel Zombies. That's right. I don't yeah, know if you've seen it. Marvel Zombies out. is amazing. And that'll take you away. Yeah. Definitely. It, th- it is out there. Yeah. It is fucking crazy out there, but it is pretty interesting, and it's, it's pretty fun. There you have it. There mm-hmm. you have it. Bowie, you want to throw anything or no? I would just, I would, you know, the, you know, this is me being biased, but my ultimate favorite one, and one that I, that I could not put down, like Les said, was the whole Planet Hulk, World War Hulk, yeah, uh, definitely that, a good that one series. Too. That you, you read them both, just the the whole separation from everybody else, you know, the Hulk being separated and him being, you know, betrayed and all that, and then him coming back and fucking up everyone is just something to behold. It is something that, that you will, nobody else will be able ever to top. So to me, it, it, it is biased, but if, if somebody were to put me on an island and said you could have something, one thing to read, it'd be those, that that whole series, yeah. You agree, Les? I, I totally agree, yes. Mm-hmm. 
Lester's chomping at his bit over there. Wanted to say I, I had something else, but I, that's for another time. Richie, when you're done with the the Kingdom Come, then Les got another suggestion for you. It's, it's called yes. Future Imperfect, and it's actually a Hulk story. He just needed to get it out there. I'm he sorry. Keep it's it called in. Future Imperfect. It's it's a Hulk right. story. Hulk in the future rules the world, and no one can defeat him except a Hulk that gets transported to that timeline. And Richie, if you really are into the other Kingdom Come that I was talking about, just Pornhub.com. <laughs> All right, so let's get into Ollie. This is a new listener. He's a great guy. I've uh, talked to him over Twitter, and I've DM'd him, and he's DM'd me, and we've, you know, good guy, really good guy. He's listening to the show. He loves the show. Let's listen to see what he has to say. Yo, what's up, Arash? Boo. This is Ollie from Salt Lake. So uh, my good friend Dallas got me hooked on your podcast, and it's crazy because I already have such a long list of podcasts that I'm listening to. But I have to say, I'm glad he told me about it, told me he was going to be on. And uh, I appreciate the show that he was on because you guys are covering. I don't even know how you keep up with it all. You guys are covering everything except for one thing that you need to get on as soon as possible. Don't be a jabroni. Watch Westworld and then let's talk about it. I want to hear what you guys think about it. Ten episodes. You did it with Stranger Things. You've done it with Game of Thrones many seasons, right? You can do it. Ten episodes. Let me know what you think. Thanks, guys. This is an awesome podcast. Wow, that is yeah, awesome, wow. man. Thank you. Thank you so much. This is a, like such kind words. Yeah. And thank you for tuning in. And, mm-hmm. and, and adding us to your uh, list of podcasts. That's great. Yeah, and... Thank you for calling me a jabroni, which is great. It's <laughs> awesome. No, uh, which, what's you're absolutely right. We need to watch Westworld. Yeah. We've heard nothing but great things about it. We've done it with all the other shows. Mm-hmm. It's time to fucking do it. The cast sounds, the cast, the cast is amazing. Yeah, the people yeah. behind it is amazing. So it's time. Have you seen any episodes? I, I myself have seen oh, every sh- single episode no of shit. Westworld. Really? Yes. Oh, you didn't tell me that. I've seen it all. It's if you so yeah. If you needed something in between Game of Thrones and Walking Dead, actually went off the air around the same time. Westworld was definitely worth it. Definitely okay. worth okay. your Sunday. I got a question for you, and I talked to him about it, and he believes this. Is it going to take over for Game of Thrones? Is it? Can it become that popular? It can become. It can. Wow, that's yeah. It can become it can that. Be. Popular. It's that good. It's that good. It can become that popular. They can go in so many different directions. Also, okay. yeah, it can become. It, yes, it can definitely do so. Okay. All right. Okay. Cool. So that's a bold statement. So Ollie, yeah, we'll definitely watch the show, mm-hmm. and we will definitely talk about it. Yes. And you email us, call us in. We'll have you on to talk about Westworld, man. All about it. So let's get into Dallas. Mm. His voicemail. We all know Dallas. We love Dallas. Yep. He's the man. Yeah. He's been on the show. He is a Twitter Hall of Famer. He knows his shit. He is the CW promoter of all promoters. Wow, another night of superheroes and sexualizing teenagers. I wish I was on the CW. That would be so cool. So cool. And a Utah Jazz fan. <laughs> but I can't do anything about that. No. no can't no. change that. Nothing no. to fix that, no. No, I get it. That's all the championships. You have to respect that, though. It's all the championships. You have to respect. I have to respect all the, the loyalty to his hometown, to his team. Ooh. You got to respect them. I do. I do respect it. I do That's respect right. it. Now let's listen to his voicemail. Hey, Raj Boo, it's your buddy D Wizzle, D Wood, Dallas. How you doing, guys? Hey, Haw's episodes are awesome. Tons of stuff to cover. Um. 
really don't like the McRib. <laughs> anyway, uh, I hear you're having Les on the show. Just wanted to ask old Les who he thought they should cast for the Green Lantern movie. Also, we've got Logan coming up, and these trailers are are really awesome. And I just wanted to get everybody's takes now that they've seen three trailers of how the movie's going to be. I, I really feel like it's going to be probably the best X-Men movie ever made, and that's making a statement. Also, um, my CBW tender as the CW master is really in jeopardy since uh, I said my favorite show is The Flash, and uh, I haven't seen the last four episodes. So I just got to get that confession out. I'm not as big time of a CW fan as everybody's laying me out to be. So sorry. Anyway, boys, can't wait. we got some big movies coming out in the next two weeks. Oh, also, shout out to all the uh, Rogue One Army. Keep keep listening to this show. It's great. Thanks, guys. Bye. All right. Thank you, Dallas. Thank you. And definitely a shout-out to the Rogue One Army. Everybody on the Army or in the Army, those guys are all amazing. Drafted and enlisted. They are. They wear that W with pride. Now, we had a couple of uh, questions. We had one question specifically for you. Yeah. Last, go ahead. Okay, so we we discussed this just, you know, hanging around at work and chit-chatting. Um to cast the Green Lantern, I mean, I guess I could go with. Personally, I would, I would love to see Idris Elba. Mm. Uh, he just has a commanding presence about him to be John Stewart, um, and that's the type because John Stewart is a commanding, honorable mm. uh, Lantern. He carries the mantle with pride. Yeah. Um, and then, I mean, so yeah, Idris would be my number one. Tay Diggs might fit in there I, I mean, the reason why I would call out Idris Elba is because he can carry the movie You people will want to actually go see may want to go see him in a movie mm-hmm. uh, then to get if it's going to be Hal Jordan and I think it's it's Hal Jordan right that's yeah. who's going to be the opposite it's not like Kyle Rayner and the other one Hal no. Jordan Hal Jordan Guy Gardner who's a douche um, <laughs> he's a douche Green Lantern Guy yeah, Gardner's yeah. a piece of crap for, for Hal Jordan and if they're trying to get wisecracking and see, that's the thing. You don't want to cast someone who's young, like one of the younger ones, like Miles Teller would be okay. I mean, Ooh, if they hadn't, you know what? If they hadn't screwed up Fantastic, Fantastic Four. effing Four, that would be your John Stewart in Hal Jordan right there. Oh, Michael a- B. Jordan and oh, okay. Miles Teller would be perfect. Would be perfect. You I would have no blame, problem with that. You can blame Josh Trank for that one. And you know what? Actually, I would go yeah, with that. Like I, that's, that's who I would cast, Wizzle. No matter what, I would throw... That whole... Did you just call him Wizzle? D-Wizzle? You did it, man. No, no, I know that's his name, but you just just did it like a champ. Drop the Wheezy in there, all right? I would just chuck that whole Fantastic Four to the... Just out into the, you know, trash heap and ask those two to be in this movie. Good call. I like it. that's pretty good. I like it. So, okay, cool. Thanks, Les. Yeah, that's, that's, that is actually really good. Mm-hmm. I, I never thought of that. Yeah. So your other question, Dallas, was that did we see the Logan ones and how, what did we think about it? I think we touched upon it earlier. But yeah, yeah we did. We, we talked a little bit. Loved it. Mm-hmm. I mean, loved it. They keep getting better and better, and the movie's coming out, and cannot wait. Yeah, yeah. as far as I go, just let's just get the movie here already. Yeah. Get it out. At this point, yeah. I just want to go and 
you know, just spend my money, take my money already. Yeah, really, you can have spend it. Spend yeah. money on a ticket, spend another forty bucks on popcorn and soda. Right. God damn, man! That's how you, you go buying? broke. That's how you go broke at the movies. Holy guys. shit! You I know popcorn Trust, and soda. When you when you're on a date, you're going broke at the movies for sure. That's it's a easily, cheap date, my it's ass. Easily eighty bucks. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, but yeah, it, it it does have a really good shot to be the best one ever. Like 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 uh. Like he said, yeah. Oh, so, it yeah, definitely so does. So, yeah, so it does. It does have that opportunity yeah. to uh, to really eclipse everything else, which would be great because it is a rated R movie, which right? Could really start turning. Other things. than other than uh, Origins, which was, it has its place. It's horrible, but it has its place. That's awful. Deadpool, guys. Deadpool was given commands on DOS prompt. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so oh, yeah, that for for you nerds or yeah. code writers out there, that's a big deal. But anyways, uh, Deadpool was horrible. Now he long was long. horrible. Awful. But... Let's not get into this. Jesus, yeah. The, now, for the love a, of God, but the Wolverine crash. was a very good one. It stands alone. It it could be easily if you're an X Men fan of the movies, you can put that one. His Adventures in Japan. Oh, yeah, you can that, put yeah. that one in the top three easily of all the X Men movies, and then this one coming out that was just right. might be. Was all right. It was all right. That was it wasn't great. that great. Oh my goodness! It was visually cool. <sighs> wow, we have differing opinions. I'm a Wolverine lover. I know you are, and that Woo! was as you're close. In, you're into bestiality. That I was as close. I am, and Wolverine's. Put up a great fight. Some I'm sitting here with a serial killer and a guy that's into bestiality. I got I scratches know. and scars all over my body. The, the battles are epic. All right, let's get into another voicemail before we talk about Wolverine for another hour. All right, so we got Caesar. Oh, Caesar on on uh, on a voicemail. Caesar has been listening since day one. He's a great guy, great listener. Let's play a little Caesar action. Hey, what up, fellas? She's here. So I got a couple Sith Lord questions. One, what do you guys think about Jar Jar Binks? Being a Sith Lord, like, that possibility, is that going to happen? And two, is Darth Maul going to come for episode eight? Is he going to make a show or an appearance on episode eight? Let me know. Smell ya. Okay, so that was Caesar. Thanks, Caesar. Uh, mm. I'll smell you later, too, by the way. Uh, first of all, do I think Jar Jar is going to is a Sith Lord? Absolutely not. They would never do that. It would be funny, but no. It would be ridiculous and funny, and but they wouldn't do Can that. Can you imagine Jar Jar showing up out of the shadows with like dark he, circles around his eyes? He would. He would. He would I was to be, thinking. Yeah. Can you, yeah instead no, no, of no. Misa thinking. No, 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 no. And that whole Misa show would have to stop, and he would have to be like, no, just like, have just him come serious. out, and he's in robes, and just what are you talking about. He'd be like, Misa thinking, no, I fuck you up. Like, yeah, yeah, really, yeah. No, no, I no, wouldn't no. want to do that if I were you. Can, yeah, can you yeah, 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 yeah. Just totally change it up and just creep the shit out of you. Like, holy fuck, this it would be pretty. Fuck, it's scary seeing Jar Jar in a fucking cloak. Just, yeah, with just the yellow ridiculous. eyes and shit. Yeah, just, oh, my God. He kind of wore that cloak in. Yeah, yeah. He, did, he actually did wear that cloak. There it yeah. is. You're yeah. giving yeah. merit right, to we're not, this no, theory, No, I'm not giving guys. merit to yeah. You're giving yeah. merit to the theory. No, no, no. But, Caesar, the, do I think Darth Maul will be in episode eight? No, I don't. But he has been on Rebels this season. And he is in different types of Star Wars uh, media, meaning like yeah. books and cartoons. And, and he's such a popular character. I mean, if they don't kill him off in Rebels, maybe one day you might hear about him or see him. Episode 10, 11, 12, uh, who knows? But he's definitely alive. Mm-hmm. And he's going after Obi-Wan. Yep. So I thought it would be great to see an Obi-Wan standalone film. 
and Ooh. Darth Maul go back at him. Like what they're doing in Rebels, yeah. I thought it would be wow. great Take in live that action. Take expanded into a right. movie. That yeah, would exactly, be, yeah. Right. That's, yeah that, that's, that's the that exact same thing I was thinking yes. about. Yeah, yeah. that would be great to see. Right. Yeah, that's the only time I think we'll see him again in a movie, yeah. But if that that's not going to happen now because they're doing it on animation. So, but thank you, Caesar. Thank you for calling in. Thank you for listening. Mm-hmm. That is awesome. Well, let's get to Goyo. Mm. You ready to listen to Goyo's voicemail? Let's do this. Uh, it's a question to my boy Boo. If you had one chance to make your ultimate superhero slash sexual slave woman, what powers? What woman would she be? A mixture of or arise yourself? Answer it too. Have a good night. All right. If I got that correctly, you wanted to know if what sexual woman superhero slash superhero, slash superhero not would, not sexual woman, sex slave. Oh, sexual slave. Dear Lord, yeah. Oof, just uh, okay. Well, having a, having female uh, slaves are illegal. Uh, so in this know. day and age, they're actually equal. It's all oh, about equal pay man. or equal. So. <laughs> Big word, equality, sir. Equality. Sorry, Goyo. Um, I have a feeling Goyo was very intoxicated. I think he was when yeah. he called us on this one. Okay, so See, this is why we have this hotline. Oh, to that's get to, right, Jesus, guys. To get this yeah. out, get it out. Like so, you don't. So he wants a superhero sex slave. That's right. Deepest, that's, darkest, drunkest. How about thought. this? That's what he's trying to say. Yeah. Let's just say, Boo. What would be your superhero? Sexy woman, okay. superhero. So let's take the slave so Les, part out. Les, you need to help me out on this one. Who's the the superhero? She's wearing a white, a white thing. She has a red cape, and then and there's 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 like a diamond cut out. Um, red cape. It's like a it's like a one piece bikini. Oh, you mean thing. Power Girl? Power Girl. Who is Supergirl? Yes. All grown up. Yes. Super Her? huge boobs. That, that's, that's, that's your girl. That's the kicker. That is your girl. That's yeah. She's got nice abs too. Oh man, she's hot. And those uh Sith those, has, let me just tell you how awkward chesticles. it is to be in this oh, yeah. room right now. Yeah. Okay. Less. <laughs> yeah. Uh terrible gentlemen. This is terrible. Uh She Hulk. I'll just leave it at that. Oh, you really? Disgusting bastard. Wow. She wouldn't be my slave, but That'd be a something about a big green powerful woman. Mm. <laughs> All right. Who's a, who's an attorney and fully fully in control of being a Hulk? Yeah, no, yeah. And yeah, she, also, she's a normal person. Being an yeah. attorney, yeah, she knows. Yeah, it's well, all she's, good. Yeah, yeah, what, yeah. What, Isn't that Gloria? Like, all right. It, it, she's <laughs> Serena Williams. She's she's Serena Williams in the courtroom. Oh Lord! And I'll oh, take this shows, this show's oh, ending very man. soon. Just, just hang in there, guys. All of our hang female there. viewers just... Hey, you asked the questions and we tried to answer them, gentlemen. That's it. what we do on the hotline, right? Oh, yeah, ask yeah. questions and we answer. Yes. Right. Get Go- it out. Le- Goyo, thank you for that. But I- I'm just going to say Wonder Woman, man, just because I ain't going to get into the craziness what right now. Safe out. answer. Yeah, I'm not gonna what a cop out. I'm not going to say I'm into green women, that's for sure. Um, but... I'm not hating on Green One. What's her name? And Guardians of the Galaxy. I'll Zoe take, Saldana. I'll take Gamora. I'll just, just take Gamora. Cut you open. Yes, you would. There you go. All right. You, you, you actually went further than you said you were going to go. I did. That's okay. All right. I'm stopping there. So thank you all the listeners for those <laughs> yes. voicemails. That was awesome. That thank was you. The, thank uh, you that was so a much. Way to end it. Right. Uh, we are going to end it. So <laughs> that was funny. Thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. We really appreciate it. This mm-hmm. is episode twenty six. Halfway, two, halfway of a year. My halfway God. of the year. That's Six right. Months. Now I'll be on Rogue One, a Star Wars podcast for winners. I'll be on later this week, so tune in there. If you don't listen to them, 
Definitely listen to them because they are awesome. Mm-hmm. Wait, what's wrong with you if you don't listen? Exactly. I mean, there's something <laughs> wrong with you guys. wrong with you? If you're even close to this, you have to listen to Rogue One. Yeah, yeah absolutely. So, They're the shit. Okay, you don't even need to listen, even be a Star Wars fan to listen in. Yeah. Okay, trust me. So, guys, appreciate it. Thank you so much. And see you next week on The Sith List. We know, 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 Flopping wieners, dangle wieners, dangle wieners, next to another wiener, 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 two wieners alongside yet another wiener, wiener party, wiener party, party sorty, wiener wieners, nice and soft, non erect wieners, flopping wieners, flopping wieners, dangle wieners. Party sorty, wieners, wieners, nice and soft, non erect, wieners, flopping wieners, flopping wieners, dangle wieners, flopping wieners, dangle wieners, dangle wieners, in my bed. I can't take any more. But this is the best part. Right before King Joffrey gets poisoned, everyone flops their wieners all around his face. Yeah. Listen, buddy. 